back fluffy again. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off. How about you? How about you don't touch my fucking face and tell me that I'm getting basketball face again? I'm well aware that puffy's back. Thanks. Yeah, I. Uh... Sorry, it's my rant over. No, it's okay. I feel the exact same way. It's one of the things. I hate suffering to get death face, but I love having a sunken in face. I don't think it looks great or anything. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I don't know how to put it. It almost feels like I know I worked my fucking ass off and I could see it in my face every time I look in the mirror. Well, I do prefer my face when it's sunken in. Like I, yeah, I, I photograph I, better. I hold up my phone with my IG stories. I'm like, oh, I, I look half decent here. And then like a day later, I'm like, yeah, but not, <laughs> yeah, but not me. I'm like, Cause my shit gets like sunken in right here, like deep. And it looks like I look yeah, like, a, yeah. like a cancer patient. So I got, well, see, I got, mine, I mine filled, sinks I in. back out a little bit. So mine, mine sinks in. And so I just look normal. Like no, I look, I look Italian. And then one day after the show, I look Chinese again. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, this is I think it, shit. Everybody I'm Italian looks, one day a year. <laughs> I'm Chinese after every show. Everybody yeah. looks Chinese after every show. Yeah, but I look Chinese year round. Yeah. <laughs> Until one day before the show, then I take a diuretic and my face goes like. <laughs> you know how you know how crazy it is. Like the the feeling. People who don't compete won't understand this, but I could. So you're on a diet and you're getting shredded, and then you have like a cheat meal, and you feel okay. You still wake up the next morning. You feel good. But if you have another cheat meal and you start to feel like a little bit bloated, all of a sudden you think in your head, you look like complete dog shit. Yeah. But really nothing has changed. You just, you have this like feeling in your mind. You're like, oh, you're like, mm-hmm. like if you, before you look in the mirror, you're like, I look like complete shit. And yeah. then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, it's like not that different. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Right. But it's like, you get this feeling. It's really strange. Like food can like trigger all these different emotions. Oh, yeah, I'm like super paranoid about why I eat because obviously we had Denise's birthday and I'm like, wow. And so I'm so I've got some people coming in today to do some filming for me for the next five days. So I'm like, shit, like I just spent the last three days eating like a complete arsehole. And like you said, you can get away with like maybe one or two meals and you don't look too bad. But then I'm like, I'm like, oh, gets a Tuesday and I'm like, I might need to start reining it back in a little bit just because I've got people coming in. I'm filming. We're doing some new product stuff, um, which everyone will be aware of pretty soon, but I can't say anything about. But, you know, it's sort of like last night then there was a barbecue at my wife's family place. Oh, we have a guest. Who's coming on? Ian. Hey. So go on. So what's up, Ian? How are you, man? Can't hear you. Yeah, so I, I, I'm like, well, I, I can't get away with a three days of bad eating. Like two days, I did two and a half, I did, sorry, one and a half days of bad eating for her birthday. And then I started to rein it back in a bit just to yeah. drop off some of that water puff. Because after after the second day of just eating junk post-show, then you're, you're just taking the piss then, right? It's yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Ian, what's going on, man? How are you? Up? How are you guys doing? Good. Can I ask you guys a question? When you, okay, well, Ian, probably, you don't probably don't feel this way because you're a genetic freak, but... When you, so let's say you're on a prep and you yeah. get to like that shredded, shredded point. Once it starts to go away, 
I don't feel like I can catch it. Like I can't bring it back. Like post show. Yeah. Like I like try, it, my, like I try my hardest. So like, for example, like, so once I decided I wasn't oh. going to do the show, I'm a big, like emotional eater. So I stuffed my face like a slob for like two days. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, this looks really bad. I got to get like back in shape. Like I don't, I don't want to look like a fat pig. But even if I clean things up, it's like almost too late. Like my body starts to drift off into like yeah, this yeah. shit zone. No, I agree. I'm I'm the same like that. Like once it once you get to a certain point, there's like a point of no return with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. You once can't... you like pass that threshold, like there's it's very tough to get back to that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I that's can't, why I, I, can't I always get free I always get like confused when guys are doing like shows almost like three, four weeks apart. I'm like, oh that would kill me. Like two weeks apart I could deal with, but the that four week, five week difference. Yeah. Holding it, I, yeah. I find four weeks, five weeks, like the, that's ideal for me. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I find that's enough time that I like, you know, have a, a you know, that week post show that if there's any water, you know, residual kind of from the diuretics, whatever, I, you know, I have a week to settle that out. And then I have another week to kind of like, you know, get back in the, the groove of things. And then, you know, it's like, it's just enough time. Once you start to get like weeks and it feels a little monotonous, but I find like that three to five is a pretty sweet spot for me at least. For me, for me, it's I don't care if the show's a week away or three or four weeks away. I've I've held conditioning, but if there's no show, and I start eating and I go off all my gear and everything, I can't. No matter what, I don't think I can bring it back. It's yeah, like, I got to go back into like full prep mode like later. Yeah. <laughs> so so like it's just that. yeah, because that's what's happening to me now. I look in the mirror. I'm like, how the fuck did I diet for 14 weeks? And it's been like five days and it's gone. And it feels like it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I look, like, I look like shit. Like I look like complete crap already. I'm like, what the fuck? How did that happen? Yeah. Um, I mean, majority of that's just going to be water and stuff. You obviously haven't accumulated that much body fat in that time, but. No, I think I did. <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> you, went, you went hard, right? Eh? Like, dude, when I How tell you, you okay, this is a thing. This is, this, is an, <laughs> this is a thing. When I say I'm an emotional eater, I mean like I'm. I fucking go hard. Like I get depressed and I'll just sit there. Basically just, let's just say this. Like I called skip the dishes for like four different restaurants. In one evening. Yeah. Oh yeah. They all showed up together. Like all the cars showed up at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you're having a house party. Like, yeah. Like fucking like Tim Hortons showed up and then like fucking Baskin Robbins showed up and like, That's anyway, funny. that happened for like two or three days in a row. And then I realized, uh, this can't be good for my health either. No. So, yeah, so, so it's like, I stop doing it because you're helping me. Like, yeah. It's got to counterintuitive, eh? Yeah. So, but like, it was just an emotional thing, you know. It's like it, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Like, anyway, I don't want to get too far into it, but I just, I was like, fuck this, fuck everything. It's kind of one of those things where you just throw your fucking hands up in the air and you're like, fuck yeah. it all, right? Yeah. And then after a couple of days, I came around. I'm like, okay, this is not going to work health wise or appearance wise or any, like it's not helping anything. No, of course not. Yeah, but especially so, if you're talking about kidneys and blood pressure, you know, that's what you really want to that's keep a, an eye on. That's what actually scared me the most was the second night I had eaten a bunch of shit. And, like, I had a – you ever lay your head down to fucking rest and, like, you, you can feel your heartbeat in your head? In your head, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. And I'm like, I think I ate way too much fucking food, man. It's not a good – Yeah, when you can hear your own pulse. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You look like a so, drop in your head, yeah. Yeah, so I got up the next day and I get back in the cardio and I got put together a proper diet and shit. So I'm uh, I'm back on track. But you know what? I just want to touch on it real quickly because I've gotten so many messages from people. Like 98% of people haven't asked what it is. They've just asked, 
they've just been supportive and been like, cool, man, you know, you're doing what's right for you. Yeah. But there are people that want to know and it's cool. I think it's, it's an honest thing to, to want to know. Basically I'll, I'll keep it vague, but, and I'll give enough information. So I had some kidney issues and some blood pressure issues early in August, 2019. I took care of the blood pressure issues, got my kidneys back on track uh, it was an acute issue that we had been able to fix. It wasn't a chronic issue. And then I think the stress of the prep is what kind of sunk my kidney numbers. Mm-hmm. And it was actually Ben that I talked to. Ben, you you have a friend who does dialysis, right? Mm. You don't have to mention the name, but Ben Ben has a friend who does dialysis. Well, he he, he he's public. Um, people he posts he puts it on his stories when he's on. Yeah. So he's he's uh, Steve Steve Gentilly. He owns Indie City Barbell Club. Okay. So, so you would have trained there when you went to India, I guess. You know the blue and um, yellow gym. Are you talking yeah. To me? yeah, he's talking to you. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. You know, Indie City, Indie City Barbell Club. He the guy that owns that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's he's uh, Steve. He's a big powerlifter, but he had yeah. he's got a gene- he's got a genetic issue with his kidneys. Anyway, yeah. so that, that's so, what first. So basically, I called Ben and I said, "Look, this is where I'm at." And the thing with your kidneys is, when you reach a certain point, for those of you who don't know, when you reach a certain point, it's hard to reverse. Yeah. Or not even it's not it's really hard to reverse, but it's hard to stop. Like, yeah. if there's a cascade effect of your kidneys getting worse, there's a period where you can stop it and control what's happening. And there's a period once it goes past that point, you can't stop anything and it will just keep going until you end up in dialysis. And I'm at a point where I can still maintain and stay healthy, but if it goes any further, I'm fucked. And I think what people don't realize is everybody points to the drugs like, oh, you're taking Tran and this and that, and that's gonna affect your kidneys. It's actually not that, that's actually not the worst part. It's the stress of the prep being on super low calories, training twice a day, and then having to do a dry out process for the show and all these, those are all heavy, heavy stresses on the body. And then obviously on top of that is Tran and whatever else you're taking. This obviously has to be filtered through as well. So anyway, so I did just made a calculated decision. I could, I could hobble into the show. I could go off all the drugs and hobble into the show and show up at 85% and just have another shitty showing like I did at the Arnold's in 2017, which was not the point of the whole prep anyway. The whole point of the prep was to show up at 100 so I figured if I can't do 100 and I'm only going to show up looking half-assed, then there was just no point. No, I agree. Um, and it wasn't about placings. I didn't think I was going to win the show anyway. I just wanted to look my best. Yeah. And I'm like, if I can't do what I got to do to look my best, then there's no point. And then after me and Ben talked about dialysis, I didn't know what dialysis entailed. Mm-hmm. So one thing you guys don't maybe, know, maybe don't know about me, and a lot of people are like this, I fucking hate going to the hospital. Like... Mm-hmm. Even if I have to go visit somebody, it's like a nightmare. Like I hate going to the hospital. So I call Ben and Ben's like, dude, dialysis is shit. Three hours a day, three times a week. You're yep. basically laying in a hospital bed. Sit there. And they're filtering your fucking blood through a fucking machine. Machine. Yep. And I'm like, I can't imagine anything being worth laying in a hospital bed for three fucking hours, three times a week. It's a nightmare. So I'm like, so that was basically the decision. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of my health. Now people are asking me like, are you going to retire? And I'm like, well, uh, probably yes, but I have a plan in place. So the, the, the plan right now is just to get healthy and then worry about what's next after that. So there probably, there probably won't be any more competitions, but 
I will always like, as long as I'm healthy enough to train, I can still make videos. I can still do all that stuff. But the, the stress of, I think the stress of being on low calories and training at the levels we train is like really hard on the body. Well, this is, I mean, I can, I can attest to this firsthand too. I mean, obviously working with Chris and Chris has IGA neuropathy, which is an autoimmune disease that attacks your kidneys. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for him, it's, it's just strictly moderating kidneys and stuff. I mean, with, with even with no drugs, nothing like that, when he gets into prep, it just the stress increases and that training is at that level and the cardio is in. And, you know, obviously you have, then you're fighting for Olympia titles. So you have the mental stress and, you know, all that kind of stuff as well. Um, you know, he can get flare ups from that with no drugs, you know? So, I mean, you know, you, you can see, you know, he'll start getting edema and you can start getting flare ups from stuff like that, even with basically nothing in there. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding right there. I mean, you know, and then obviously, like you said, you know, if you start to add things in, then that's just, you know, cherry on top, but um, you know, just that stress and, you know, all that, you know, and putting that stress on your body definitely has a huge impact. Absolutely. Correct me if you, if you, either one of you guys know this, but this is what I was kind of told by one of the, not the doctor, but the doctor's assistant, like the physician guy that was there was telling me that, um, your creatine, your creatine kinase number is your muscle wasting number. So if any of you have gone on, gotten done, gone, okay. got blood work done, there's a number that says creatine kinase. It's usually really elevated in bodybuilders because we are always training. So it's, but the doctor, what the, what the physician was telling me was the longer that's elevated and the higher that's elevated, the more that's putting stress on, like it's a direct correlation to your kidneys because your kidneys are filtering all that out. Yes. So if you have a creatine kinase number that's like 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 for like weeks on weeks on end or years on end, you're doing damage. Yes. So the way the way is some someone explained it to me this way was you know when you get um a coffee machine with the one that percolates where you put you put the paper in yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, the paper is like your kidney. The filter, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it runs through, but you it runs through slow. So yeah. you, the water drip, drips through and the kidneys can handle it at that rate. Or, and this is where blood pressure comes into play because when you start ramping that up and you're trying to force too much coffee and water through the filter paper, the filter paper is going to start tearing and start breaking down. Yeah. And, and, and basically that's what happens with the kidneys. But I explained that. I explained, I use that exact analogy to explain the blood pressure side of things. But what I don't understand 100% is the, the creatine kinase number, the breakdown of muscle and how that affects the kidney. Because. I mean, it's still, it's still toxins that are being filtered, filtered through your kidneys. Right. That's what I'm thinking. So it's yeah. still, I mean, it's like people that get rhabdo and stuff, you know, it's like you get yeah. such insane muscle breakdown that you can go yeah. into like kidney shutdown. I mean, it's just that, but you're like, instead of just in an insane acute, you're talking about like a long, slow death, you know, it's like, yeah, it's two yeah. different sides of the yeah. point. So that's one of the doctors. It, it, it's like, the, sorry, go ahead, man. I was going to say kidney function. If you're not a bodybuilder, hello, you got me? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, kidney function we kind decline of got... as you the kidney kidney function will decline as you get older, even if you don't bodybuild, right? Yeah. yeah. Just just from filtering, etc. So we, even like you said, the the CK number. Is elevated it's just an acceleration an acceleration of that aging process yeah yeah, right? yeah so i noticed and the reason i bring that up is i noticed through the prep my creatinine or my gfr numbers the gfr the filtration rate your gfr is a filtration rate which was a it decrease yeah well yeah it decreased which was what ben was talking about with the filter coffee filter that's yeah. your filtration rate so 
mine decreased, which is a bad thing, um, over the course of the prep. And one of the doctors I was talking to said, I bet you a lot of this happened in the last two or three weeks when you're training twice a day. Yes. Because if you're training twice a day and you're only eating 2,300 calories, which is obviously a deep deficit for someone like me, your body's probably wasting tons of like that creatine kinase number must've been through the roof. So you, they're like, you you probably did most of this damage in the last few weeks. And that's why the last two weeks is going to be even worse because you know, you guys know like that last two weeks, you're going to ramp things up even more. Yeah. And I don't mean just drugs. Like you're going to train even harder. You're going to dehydrate all these things. And then not only the dehydration, the rebound afterwards is going to be, is going to be a big, a big deal for your kidneys. So, Anyway, that's all it is. I don't want to take too much more time. We've already spent enough. I just wanted to get, people are asking me to explain, so I want to get it out and uh, kind of let people know what was going on. So anyway, um, Ben, you took second at your show? Yeah. Time, was, to, time, to, put on, time to get big now or what? Um, a little bit, yeah. We're going to, um, I don't want to, I want to get back on stage again. I was kind of like, I'm in an R and I was thinking, oh, this will be the last time I do it. The baby's due in like the next, any time she's going to drop and we're going to run to the hospital. Mm. And I'm like, ah, screw it. I enjoyed it. And I, I fucking got my love for bodybuilding back again. Um, I know I have glaring genetic weaknesses, but I'm, I just enjoy it. And I, I'm, I want to see what I can do and progression wise. I think at six foot one, I don't need to be stepping on stage again until I'm two sixty in condition. 70. <laughs> so I was two forty. I was two forty two. I was two forty two on stage, and I wasn't in condition. Like I, I was two weeks off yeah, of being need, where I like. You need like thirty pounds of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but I was saying, 25. given given that I can't push things as hard as I maybe want to um, or have done in the past, I'm just going to take my time. Um, I'm going to train, eat. Um, take it seriously without jeopardizing my health and putting and keeping an eye on those numbers are you, are, and just are, are you working with anybody on this or no um you know i'm working with somebody on this yes <laughs> i just want to know if you're going to make it public or not you both you both fucking know who i'm working <laughs> with because i've spoken to you both about it um so yeah patrick is gonna oversee some things for me or has started he him and i chatted a while back and he wanted to do some things with me and we had a conversation yeah we're figuring some stuff i'm out. interested to see if patrick can put 30 pounds on you that'd be fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> well, i i have said to him he just wants time and i said i'll give you time with i'm in no rush yeah um and i'll do I, I i have all the tools and resources to implement whatever plan i need to so yeah and um, where and where are you at where it's going on with your prep? Nothing. 10 weeks out? 11 weeks out? What are we, 10 this weekend? You're 10? posting. You know, 10. I noticed you're posting a lot more for this prep. Is there a reason? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, be in it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's different with the Olympia. Like, I, you don't feel, like, the same pressure for the Olympia. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to win the Olympia. So, uh, like, I the pressure to, like, hide and be like, oh, you know, and I'm not in the talks of winning the Olympia. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The pressure's not on me. Like, look, do I have goals and guys I want to be? Do I have, obviously, expectations for myself? Yes, but they're vastly different than 
going to New York or Tampa where I'm slightly expected to win, you know? I see what you're saying. So, you so I mean, like... and also, like, the cat was out of the bag. I stepped on stage twice already. Like, yeah. everyone's seen it now. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, what am I What am I hiding at this point? You know, it's like, it's pointless. I, I thought when I was watching you post, I've been watching you post, and I'm like, I felt like you were doing something different than you did for Tampa to alleviate stress. In a sense, you're, you're correct, yes. Because I feel like when you hide, you build... It built more stress. It builds more drama and anticipation, which is good if you come in and blow everybody away. Yeah. But it's also way harder on you if you don't. So yeah. when you're, when you're, that was, that was kind of always my thing. If I'm showing everybody as I go, then everybody knows what to expect already. And I don't have to fucking worry if I don't do well or I do well. Like they already know yeah. what they're getting. Yeah. No, I'm not, like, I mean, I, I'm very happy and confident with how I look and I know I'm getting better. So I mean, you know, it's, there's, and like I said, I've been on stage twice already at this point. So there's not a ton to hide really, you know. Um, and I did the hiding thing before Tampa. And like you said, you know, obviously I know how that made me feel. So, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just like, you know, might as well show it and be proud of the work I'm putting in and, you know, and try and document and enjoy this Olympia prep as much as I can. Right. What, uh, you're 10 weeks out. How much did you weigh in, uh, New York? 252. Are you guys planning to be any, I know you want to be a little bit, probably a little bit fuller, maybe a little bit yeah. tighter, but what is like, do you think your weight's going to be around the same or are you trying to do anything to maximize more muscle in the next 10 weeks? Yeah, I mean, we haven't been pushing the food like crazy by any means. Like, I'm only 265, 267 right now. Yeah. Um, my body fat is pretty comparable. I mean, like, I'm not as dry because I'm not taking any, like, the prep drugs and stuff. Yeah. Um, the but, cutter stuff. Yeah, the cutters. So I'm not taking any cutters. I'm taking bulkers <laughs> right now. So I'm on the bulkers. I took out the cutters. Um, so, you know, obviously, not like... Okay, okay. okay stop. Just stop, stop for one second. <laughs> I, I, go I, I know you guys keep making fun of me for this, but... You guys know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That's obviously, right. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, like, obviously, the dryness isn't quite the same with the hardness. But, uh, but no, my body fat is maintained. I mean, we've been adamant to make sure we're maintaining a good level of composition. And really, the focus just has been on optimizing the training. So, making sure that I'm getting stronger every week and that my energy is as good as possible. My pumps are good. Um, you know, and, and then we've switched on my training a fair amount to, you know, maximize the amount of time I'm getting on my weaker points. Mm. Um, so that's really you know the mindset we have going in there so can yeah I, if, if i could be two pounds heavier that would be great if i'm the same weight and just better i don't really care i yeah. mean i don't really have a goal weight in mind i have a look in mind you know can i tell you guys something i'll never ever do again if i ever do prep mm -hmm. i will never take as many anti-estrogens as i did yeah i mean that's, and, it's, it's, you've it's, had patrick on here to talk about this too right well i've had everybody to talk about it and ben's even <laughs> look at ben's face <laughs> Ben was, I called, we ben. Had a <laughs> I called Ben one day, literally, and I sounded like I was dead. I'm like, Ben, I think I'm going to die, man. Oh, man. So yeah. Ben's like, so Ben's like, what are you doing? So I tell him what I'm doing. And, and I don't care. I'll tell people. I was taking Novodex and Arimidex, and it was too much of each. But, but, but you went from none. I went from literally you, none. And then went you went none. Yeah. bang straight in. And I went, whoa. No, no, no. That's not in. true. That's not true. I went from none to one Arimidex a day. But that's I, a lot. But yeah, and then I only added. It's not a lot. For, this is the thing, though. It's all relative, right? So, yeah, this is this is a this is a problem. I learned this shit. Uh, me and Josh Lenarowitz talked about this on the podcast. When you sometimes when you get a coach early in your career, you adopt a lot of their philosophies, and they kind of stick with you. Yeah. Even though you've learned other shit, that stuff kind of still sticks with you. You know, like Ben, like you and Skip, right? Like you love the Skip diet because you get to load every week and all that. Like that's stuck with you throughout the years. So this was one thing that stuck with me when I worked with Chad, he used to fucking load hard on the anti-estrogens. 
like a Rimidex fucking Proviron, Novadex. I know Proviron is not technically an, an, an anti-rims, but but we would load all of them really hard. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of, and I was kind of doing my own prep this time, and John was kind of just overseeing things. So I threw them in, and immediately I started to look better. I got drier, everything like my lower back cleared up. But then I think I went too far. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you're like you felt flat, your pumps were gone to shit, your sex drive's terrible, your energy's low. Like it took like it, it took probably three weeks. Yeah, I mean, but that's like a thing that like yeah, if you want to do that, do that the last like two weeks. But like that's starting right. like, far out, it's like that's right. Why you know you're just well, that's, further, farther but again, out, it's like, but again, that's what like that's what I learned right. Like yeah. Chad would start. Yeah, he would start the Eurymedex like early and then we would throw in like Novadex around four and then he would even throw Electro in on top of that. And I'm like, and so I would I put always, Electro in on the Monday before the show, Electro goes in. Yeah, that's all. You, I don't, I will never use Electro again because of how bad it, how bad it fucks me up. But, oh. but Ian's right. Had I done that, uh, anti-estrogen combo in the last two weeks, I would have been okay, but I did it too early and it, there's one set of photos I posted where I looked like I was just string. Like yeah. the muscle just looked like it was dead. And I think well, that was the point. Well, yes. next time, next time call Ian, you'll listen to his advice. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to Ian either. I would. No, he, learned, he learned himself. I just reiterated. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, for me, this is the thing I've, I've done it both ways too. And I mean, I, you know, for me, especially where getting dry and hard is not something that I struggle with, but getting full is. Yeah. If I go hard on the anti-estrogens, like I gain 1% dryness and I lose 20% fullness, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that look is just like gone for me and I can't like with Patrick, I'm using way less anti-estrogens than I've ever used. And like my pumps are way better. My fullness is better. I mean, I could be two weeks out and I want to bang Melissa 30 times a day. I mean, like yeah. I don't feel like I'm like shut down to shit, you know? Well, that was the other thing. That was the other thing about this prep. I realized that all of the prep, uh, how can I put it? you know, all the shitty things we talk about prep, like your sex yeah. drive and like being lazy and being tired and like having no energy. I realized this prep, those are all related to anti-estrogens and not necessarily yeah. food. Yeah. Not 90%. Yes. Because honestly, even when my f calories were lower, I was okay. Yeah. I didn't feel like shit in the sex drive thing. I didn't disappear like until, yeah, it was like three weeks into my anti-estrogen run that I started to be like, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to if no. there was like a sex scene on TV, I like change the channel. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. So, so I realize it's like the root of all evil, but I'm, I'm more like, I'm in between you, Ian, and like somebody else, like the anti-estrogens do make me better. Of course. Yeah. But I think I just went too high with them. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we got a show this weekend. And one of our good friends is in the show, so I thought we would do a we would do a little breakdown. If you guys are yeah, up for it, absolutely. All right, so I took the task of pulling up some of the big name, bigger names in the show. First one, well, we'll let's go. pull up the list first. You have the competitor list, or oh, uh, I had. You know what? I think he's got it here. I think uh, James actually has it in his posted tag. Okay. Yeah, but and it's, I don't think it's a full okay. list though. Yeah, well, you're missing everyone. You have everyone except for Rami and like a couple of random names, but yeah. Okay, so this is the list. I see off the top of my head, I see Raphael. Samson, Regan. Samson, Regan, James. Mark Hector's pretty decent. Mark, Mark, Hector's, Mark Hector in a couple of years. His shape yeah, is beautiful. Good. Is that that black guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks yeah, really good. Racist prick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I decided, you know what? I thought about when I was going to say that black guy, and I'm like, is that going to be racist? And yeah. I decided to say it anyway, because it's not racist. Because he is. Because he is black. So it's not. Yeah. 
He's that he's that black guy. Yeah. It's like, and, it's uh, like <laughs> <laughs> why is that not allowed? Can you tell me why that's not allowed? What? It's like it's saying it's that black guy. It's like if I said Reagan's, you know, that white kid with the fucking with the like the physique mop, the physique haircut. That's how I would describe Reagan. Why is right. that wrong? <laughs> the classic guy. Well, no, not, he just think he's a pretty boy, right? But he's jacked as fuck. So I'd be like, that's how I'd be like the white guy, the pretty boy. That's what I would say. Why is that wrong? I'm okay. it's, a, it's not. Like Luke and I used to have this conversation. It's like if, if there's five guys over in the gym and four of them are white and there's one black guy and you're trying to reference the black guy, it's really funny when, <laughs> it's really funny when your people are like, oh, you see that guy over there, the one wearing the, the black red shirt. Pants, black pants, the red shirt. You mean the black guy? Yeah, yeah him. Yeah, just, just fucking just, say it. Yeah, I've, I've never cared about saying that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're all in agreement. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, so we Gene, have uh, James, Andre, uh, Andrea Muti is not bad. Lucas is no one's talking about Lucas. He's obviously very dangerous. I think Lucas is going to be dangerous for sure. Yeah. Milan, yeah. Milan is good. Milan's good. Too. He's just a little small for this lineup, but yes, he's good. Yeah. And then we have Rami, who's not on the list on this list. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, Jamie Joe Howe. Oh yeah. Who's that? The James Joe Howe. He's nice six. British guy, six foot six. Oh, the giant guy. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie the Giant. What does uh... Jamie Joe Howe or Jamie or the Giant Joe Howe or I can't remember his. Joe Howe is J O H A L. That should work. There you go. This guy. All right. This guy well, is the prettiest front lats bread I've ever seen for a guy this He's front. He's his front lats bread's ridiculous. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Talk about a guy who like is a model, a model, but didn't look like a model with a beard. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? You know what? In 2015, before he got really big, he was like, a, he looked like Superman because he's six foot six, right? Yeah. He was in gold. He was in gold gym two weeks after the British finals. I was out there for the Olympia and like, I know, I know him from the British scene anyway. Everyone stopped and stared in gold gym Venice because this guy walks in and he's probably like, he was about 290 pounds at the time, but like lean yeah. and looked like, he kind of looked like Henry Cavill at the time. Like he had his hair swept back. Everybody stopped and just stared at him. Okay. Somebody, had that, like, somebody needs to tell him that his career is probably in modeling and not in bodybuilding. And acting. Yeah. Yeah. Or acting. Bottom left picture. He looks like he should be working construction, like hacking darts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny though? Look, just reduce the fucking beard. And it's like a totally different person. I know. But look at the one of him in the garden with his hair all scraggy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's amazing. Uh, okay, so anyway, physique is crazy for somebody who's six. No, the front last red's ridiculous. That's crazy, crazy. man. He's really, you know, it's, it's you know, it's insane for somebody who's six six is very well proportioned. Insane, yeah. He's filled yeah. and filled in too for a physique that big, you know. Like I feel like if I had to, the biggest knock I could point to is I feel like these lats need to drop a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but I think he could fix this also too by just pulling that pose up more. Like he's sitting it like yeah. low, but if he pop that yeah. chest up, the lats yeah. would look a little lower. I think you could fix that a bit. Yeah. But like, look at that. Yeah, that's when he turned pro. That's, that's a great, that's a great physique. That's yeah. a great physique. And he's way improved from that. You can tell. Well, go down one. The most muscular there. There's a. This is a series of shots you can go through. Imagine the fucking food that you have to eat at six six. Oh my god. Three hundred. And you know what? You know what? He gets in condition. Yeah, I can yeah. see like that. He, yeah, he looks good. He always gets in shape. His glutes come in. He's hard. Big legs. He's for good. That That's tall. what I'm saying. Like it's for. Well, he, he's he's always had big quads. 
Like he he went hard. He worked with Milos back in I think 2014. This is and, no, this is no good though. I was going to say, yeah, that. that's what I mean. He, from the side. He, the upper body's good, but the legs are obviously narrow from the side. His legs, his legs are all quad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they're, they're dominant from there. But that absent well, eyes back one was. Really can I pretty can good. I tell you what I find strange? And I, I have this problem a little bit, and I, I always wonder what exercise. This is a little help for the people watching. So look, so I look at his quads here. You're like, wow, look at his quads, amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And without like pumping my own tires, I feel pretty confident with my legs from the front. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the side, and I feel like I have this same problem. If you look at James's leg, and I know he's got a horse leg, so it's not, it's, I know it's not normal, but even if you look at anybody with really good legs, they have a sweep that sweeps. I don't know. Right? I don't know how James has that sweep from the side. No, 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 but, uh, way better from the side than the front, too. No, no, but I think Ian has that sweep, too. Yeah. So obviously, more, some people have it more pronounced than others. But what I'm trying to say is, how would somebody develop that sweep? over the just the, the side sweep that's from the front i, I think it's your i i i would say it's rec for morris it's the center right yeah you're right it's for yeah. us that's that yeah. it goes yeah, from the hip straight down right yeah. i'd say that if that's well developed that's the one that's going to stick over it's going to come over the top yeah that and, and that and the lateralis so if the, if those two are well developed yeah I mean, you can see go ahead I was gonna say you see his VMO is very well developed on the inside. Sure. I think he's I think the out like the lateralis and the rec for Morris, I think that's where they're those, good, those, but he, he doesn't those, sorry, yeah. sorry. For those of you watching, this is the lateralis, the outer part of mm-hmm. the quad. This is your VMO, and this is your rectus femoris is in the middle. So you're saying the lateralis on the outside needs to be more developed also. I think if he puts density on those on the lateralis and the rec for Morris. That's yeah, where James and Ian. That's where James and Ian have a lot of their quad from the side. That's what's going to show. Yeah, but go back, go back to the side chest. I think it's also like he just has very, very like almost no hamstrings on that side shot, which is really not doing him. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I see that, Ian. I just, I always, I'm always yeah. jealous of this because I always felt like my quads were good. I didn't like. I feel like I brought them up, but I never ever had that like really strong but, sweep of the quad. Round. You can see, you can see that little notch. So you see where his knee is. Yeah, and then above it, that's his VMO. So his VMO is coming. Oh, this out. right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can st- so you can see his VMO is well developed because yeah. you can see it from the side. Yeah. It's that if he can put up that rec, if he can put density and thickness on that rectus femoris, that's going to create he's that. Got a, he's got a great shape, man. Great so shape. what's his? Sorry, guys. What's his first name? Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie, you have an incredible physique, man. It's like for somebody the six six, this is crazy. But is he gonna get lost in the lineup? Because we've seen big guys that we think are really impressive alone, and then when you stand them next to others, then you're like, wait a minute. This does, he is, this, does, does he have any back shots up here whatsoever or no? No, he does what he does what I do, which is basically I have no back, so he doesn't post any back shots. <laughs> that's a better he's side. Good from, of, that's a better side he, of the leg like there. That's, that's he's, he's good from the front. Yeah. But this is his pro debut, I believe. Yeah, that's impressive. How old is he? Do you know? He took, uh, I want to say 33, 34. Okay. So he's not young, but he's still got a lot of time left to build on this. It's just such a – oh, there's a back shot. It's not, not a bad back. It's, it's not a bad back at all. No, compared to his front. His front all of his front shots are his, his money shots. Yeah. It's going to be impressive to see. So we we royally fucked up the California pro placings. So let's try and do a better job this time. <laughs> you didn't have me. Just, just, 
Just real well, quick. Well, in my in my defense, I didn't think uh, Antoine was going to jump from eighth to first. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have suspected that. <laughs> so that's yeah. not really my fault. Okay, but um, um, just real quick before you start going through the top ones, just check out Mark Hector. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just 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 look at his um, the shape on him. So again, oh, I, I think that. I believe this is his pro debut. Also, it is. He's a Brit- British guy, and he, I, th- I think his shape is just yeah. He's got a beautiful shape. Beautiful. And it's just like a nice, like clarity to very the clean, yeah, very clean, yeah. It's drier, obviously, but I mean, mm-hmm. that it's just like that clarity is really nice, like that. It's just like nice, clean muscle, you know? very well put together. Yeah, he, he's a pretty tall guy. He's about he's a similar height to Jay. I think he's about five eleven. He's a big dude. He's five eleven, eh? Yeah, he's not short. He's kind of reminds me, and I'm not even saying this just because they're both black, but <laughs> he looks like a. <laughs> Oh, what the hell is that guy's name? He did Tampa and New York with me. Dwayne Walker? No, tall, tall guy. Oh. I even we even looked at him on a podcast. Oh, like, oh, uh RPG RPG. Yeah, RPG. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Kind of similar to that. Tall, really nice shape structure. He's, a, he's, a, he's a lot better than RPG, I think. He he definitely could be, yes. Yeah. I, I think give him two two another two or three years, I think he's gonna be really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, he pulls that conditioning down a little bit, just like a little harder dryer, he'll be crazy good. He's an oxygen gym guy, eh? I didn't I just found that. Yeah, out. uh that uh, Abdul guy. Yeah. That Abdul, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So where do we think he's gonna sit? Do we think he'll be in the top five? Oh no, no, no. no. I'm, i I just wanted to give him a little shout out because um he'll be, oh, be a second call out guy with Jamie and those kind of guys, but yeah, I don't think he'll be in the top five. Okay, well, let's go. Let's go here. We'll establish our top six, and then we'll work down from there. Well, if you guys would stop interrupting me, I had a plan. Okay. He's already, got a, he's already got a top six line. He's already ahead of us. Look. All he's right, here there. we go. We're going to start with James, the freak of fucking freaks. Yeah. His fucking skin looks like sandpaper, man. This is ridiculous. He's dry, yeah. So they, they've actually started feeding him a bit more food. Yeah. Um, that's up, up his protein because he was just ripping through everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where do we think James is going to be? Because we have Rami to contend with him. I say top three. Yeah. So, okay, wait. Can we all establish, do we think Rami will win the show? I don't know, man. I don't know because this... Honestly, off of that off of that video, no. This doesn't look really impressive to me, but I know Rami posts stuff that's like old, so I don't know if this is uh, current click, or not. Click, uh, click the next slide because there's a video of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't look impressive at all. I look better than that, but I mean... Well, it's impressive. It's just not. It's not. But I mean, it's, not, it's, just not, it's, not it's not top five Olympia impressive. I mean. Well, this is what I think. If this is what he looks like, and he's not going to be much harder than this, I think James is going to beat him. You think so? Yes. I think James smokes it. I am hoping this was from like three weeks ago. I don't know if I'm biased, but this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the conditioning is crazy for sure. Yeah, but but I mean, he's not going to be giving up a lot of muscle either. So it's not just that he's going to win on conditioning. Like he's at two seventy. You gotta you gotta remember this. You gotta remember this is him depleted. The only yeah, see this one I could see he's like a little thin through the back here. But the only thing that um that I think James will lose ground on against Ramy is the front shots, the front double, the front lat. Um, you know, where James's those aren't great shots for him, where for Rami, his front double is really, really nice in my opinion. Let's see if we can I think find. James James's side chest is, is just side chest and side try, James is definitely winning those shots. Here's here's a lineup shot. All right, so see like look at that side try. Oh, that's ridiculous. God damn. Look at this. See, that's what I'm talking about. Look at this leg. Yeah, that leg. Yeah. To be that to be that lean and still have 
I don't know, you guys. Like Honestly, man, I, I don't I don't want to look. I know a lot of people think, oh, well, he's friends it's with tough. James. He's friends with James. James is part of the show and blah, blah, blah. Honestly, man, if I can be as objective as possible, there is some structural things to be uh, of course, to be fixed. It might even be posing things, to be honest with you. But I haven't seen anybody with this level of muscularity and conditioning at the same time. In you know, he's going like, in a he's like time. a big, like a big version of Branch. Like this, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it looks. It reminds me of fucking Branch, but even thicker. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a taller, way thicker, taller, thicker Branch. Yeah. It's. I'm telling you, man. I don't think if Rami, if this is Rami now. Unless he can't James, be, will be, James will beat that Randy. Yes, I agree. That's why I'm saying I hope this is the three week, four week. Well, did you see what because... Chad said on it as well? Sorry? Did you see what Chad said in regards to this video as well? No. Oh, yeah. He said, like, blah, 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 like that. They're not really, like, trying to, you know, push him to look good. This is just, like, a simple walkthrough qualifier. And then, you know, then they'll put, put the hammer down for the Olympia. So, yeah. Is it top, is it, it's top three qualifier, right? Or, three. or is it just one? But, I mean, you have to look at it from this perspective. If you're Rami and you're Chad, if you don't win a qualifier going into the Olympia, you lose a fucking shit ton of momentum. You know, like if you go in, lose to James or Regan or Raphael or Lucas, and then go to the Olympia, like you're now talking about guys that are contending for 7th through 12th, 15th, and you're talking about a guy that's been second at the Olympia. If he goes and doesn't beat these guys handily, that's a big fucking loss of momentum for him. You know? Well, listen, I agree with you. If he's, if he's saying I can be the next Mr. Olympia, then he should be able to walk through this lineup. He should be, yes. Um, but – when I look at this photo, this looks a lot harder and a lot better than the video we just saw. Yeah, but so when, when was this taken? It's like we never know. That was just that was a seven week. Like, that was supposed to be seven weeks ago, and it could have been from last year. That could have been from 2016. It's like it's impossible because he, he he never puts context on his video on his pictures. No. He just posts up a picture, and then everyone goes wild for it. And James doesn't have any front doubles. I you're guess. on you're on you're, you're on his tagged one. I think you're on his tag. Yeah. Am I? Go back up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Post. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm looking for a front double. This three-quarter turn, I like that he's doing. I like that, yeah. His back line is crazy, too. Yeah. Avon Thigh looks pretty good. Yeah, he's got a front double. Thigh looks good. He needs to pose better. These legs need to be showing. Yeah, he could show. I mean, he could be could just be tired in the morning posing, but. I like his um, slippers. <laughs> I, I bought a new pair of slippers yesterday, so. Me and James sorry. have been, me and James had like a 4 a.m. text thing every every morning at like 4 a.m like like hey man are you up he's like i can't sleep i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> i don't see any front doubles come on james is it a bad pose for him or something yeah it's his weaker pose for sure is it i didn't yeah, even know I mean, he, well he he's so he's strong tower. okay okay so what are we saying james is top, top three. three we're saying top three yes for sure. absolutely top okay. three all right where are we putting rami i mean i mean I think we have to put Rami at one and then it's like whether he shows up or not. I mean, like, I, I think he's, he is the number one guy in this lineup by a, a landslide. So, I mean, you can't really say he's not going to be first when you're doing a prediction because he kind of has to be, you know? I think I mean, I Ian, Ian's, Ian's right. He should be able to turn up at like fucking half pace and smoke everyone. Yeah, right? I, I wouldn't it, go it, that far. I wouldn't go that far, guys. I, Come I, on. Technically, is, a 70% Randy should be able to walk this show. No, yes. that's not true. 
I, I disagree. Look at guys. Look at the lineup, man. You're talking. I'm, about the- I'm not disputing the lineup, but I've beat everyone in this lineup, and I don't think that I could beat. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Ian. In fairness to you, this lineup is all dramatically better than when you beat them. Oh, absolutely. I know, but I'm so saying you didn't beat. No, no, no. You didn't no. beat. You didn't beat this, James. Absolutely. And I'm not. not. And, I'm not no. and I'm not saying you can't now. I'm just saying. We can't use that as the measuring stick because no, no, I mean, I've, to... I've improved too, but I'm saying it's the thing is like a, a, a Ramy at 60, 70%. When you're talking to someone that's played second at the Olympia, they should be able to walk through a show like this. Even okay. none, of, none, of the other, none of the other five up there have even been in the top 10. Okay, the okay I know that. I, I mean, know. other, other than, other than Lucas, none of them have even been to the Olympia. Okay, guys, I know that you're talking about all, the, all three of these bodybuilders. James, yep. Reagan, and Raphael are all and Lucas. completely different bodybuilders than they were a year ago. And I would suspect if all three of them ended up at the Olympia, they would all be in the top 10. I disagree, but. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's what we're doing, right? We're playing a game. Yeah. But I don't think, I think James can be in the top 10 at the Olympia. I think I Reagan, agree. I think Reagan could be in the top 10 at the Olympia. I, I think disagree. Ra- I think Raphael could be in the top 10 at the Olympia. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think Raphael's Raphael, Raphael on stage? You don't think Raphael this is a top ten physique? No, go, Raphael, go, on. go on. This is pumped up in the gym. Like you don't look like that on stage. You're not full on, of on stage. Water. Go on. on stage when Raphael is look dried at this out. Pride. Go click that video. He's small. He's he's very thin still. Yeah, I agree. I've seen him on stage. He's he's not a big. That's guy. still very very thin. Mm. Through the chest, the lats. I mean, it's. That see, look at that chest. That doesn't look like what we just saw. Look at that. It's much different. That that would have a hard time as, at the Olympia. Okay. I think he's a little better than he was last year. Do I think he's dramatically better like James is? No, not at all. Okay. I'll yeah, give James, you that. James, James, James is dramatically different from his. James last year. is a completely different bodybuilder in a lot of ways. I mean, okay. I'll give you. I'll give you the Raphael one. That's that'd be a tough top ten at the Olympia. And Regan hasn't showed enough for me to know. Like, he shows his crazy back, but, like, I mean, okay, cool, you know? Well, you're... But yeah, that is that is a wild back. I will not dispute that. Does Regan have a crazy lower lat insertion? Is it bonkers? No doubt. Would he beat me in a back double? Fucking right he would, but, you know, that's one pose. Okay, one let's, not, let's, not, this, let's, let's not make it, like, personal. Let's just say this. Is this... A, is this <laughs> not personal. Well, I'm just saying, like, we're not... Let's not compare, like, you versus everybody. Let's oh, just, yeah, sorry. Let's I can only say, myself. Let's just say, is this a top 10 Olympia physique? No. You think it is? I'm not, I'm when, not, I'm I, honestly, I'm actually thinking while we're talking about it. I don't okay. know. Top 10 in the Olympia this year. You're going to have Phil, Flex, Hardy. Start at 10. Start at 10. Who's 10? No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the, yeah, the, yeah. Of, of the guys, you're going to have Phil, Roden, is Roden, I don't even know if Roden no, is. No, no, Roden's not doing it. Roden's not doing it. Okay, so no Roden. So Rami potentially should be in there. Phil, um, who else did you just mention? Bonac. Here, I'll do it. I'll do it. So you got <laughs> right, Phil, you go. Phil, Bonac, Brandon, Hadi, uh, Flex, Bonac, Dexter, Cedric, um, Rami. So that's we're at eight right there. Wait a minute. James, Ian, James, me, Hunter, like fucking goddamn. Regan's not in the top ten. Yeah, no way. Okay. Because Hunter beats Regan. I agree. 
Yes. Ian beats Regan. Hunter beats Regan. Look, I'm going to say this as objectively as possible. I think Regan has an incredible physique, so I don't want to take this, because I know people think I don't like Regan, so I'll just try and say this as objectively as possible. Regan from the back is absolutely top eight material. From the back, when you turn to the front, that is absolutely not. It's, it's vastly different than his back. Side poses, he's not very strong. Front poses, he's, he's not very strong. You know, he's a vastly different bodybuilder from the front than he is from the back. You think he beats Antoine? Uh, do, I think, do I think Reagan beats Antoine? See, like, that's, that's, that's not great. I mean, you know, there's a lot of places to improve there. You know, the shape is beautiful for sure, but I mean. I'm going to say this about Antoine and Reagan. At this moment in time, Antoine beats Reagan because Antoine's got denser, harder muscle. Well, and, and, and yeah, and Antoine's also proved he can get in shape, but I've never seen Regan peeled or dry out of his mind. Well, that's, what, that's what I just said. That's yeah. what I just said. I said at this moment in time, if, if they stood next to each other, Antoine would win because Antoine's got the harder, denser look. I agree. I think when Regan can figure out his conditioning, figure out his shape, his, not his shape, his density, when all that comes into play, if it ever does, then he would beat Antoine. I can agree with that. Okay, so we're saying he's okay. We got somehow we got to the Olympia. Let's let's go back. So we have James in the top three. We have Big Rami first. Okay. I, just, I, I, I think I think where the disagreement came into play was that Rami at seventy percent should be able to beat these guys, and I think that's a fucking stretch. You think, think so? Yeah, dude. Seventy percent means he's shit. Like I think he's a little off. Yeah, he should be able to win. But if he's a lot off, no, he I shouldn't. Mean, win. Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, like I, we, I think we, that anyone else. We, like, but we just said that, and we said, look. You said, if he shows up like this, James will beat him. To if me, he looks like that photo. Yes. Yeah. To me, this is like ninety percent. No. He doesn't get much harder than this. I know. We also can't see his fucking forty-inch quads, and I mean, his back is really good. I mean, like you know, there's a lot of things you're not seeing in this one shot. So I mean, it's. Mm. What I'm looking at is just the conditioning because his the knock on him is never anything to do with his muscularity. It's that his conditioning and detail is never there. And I still don't see any detail. Like, no. do you see I any striations? The muscularity in this, this video doesn't look super impressive. Like, me. do you see striations in his chest? I mean, no. it's, it's, and then you look at James, and James is fucking carved like a fucking oh, turkey. Man, I'm not disputing that James is in but, fucking ridiculous shape compared to Randy. I mean, but, I don't think that, so I don't I think, think the wildest dreams that Randy will ever be as hard as James is. There's no okay. chance. So I think the dispute came where we're like the 70% versus 90%, which is all doesn't mean anything. Yes. Where, where do we think? Rami will place. Let's just go there. Well, this, and this is what I said. I think you can only base it off what we know Rami comes in on average. Let's say the average Rami is a top five, top four, five, six Olympian. I think that average Rami wins the show handily. Do I think that that's going to be the case? Not necessarily. But when we're basing a prediction, we can't really see Rami like we can see James or Lucas or Regan or Raphael. I have to kind of base it off that. So I can okay. only base it off of past engagements and i would put rami as the, the strong favorite yes i'm gonna say that too i'm gonna say if rami if rami shows up like this even not like or that. even even close to this well, sure yeah rami wins yeah i'll give you that 90 percent of that he smokes everyone on that show yeah, yeah i can right. that's where I, that was where the dispute came in if you guys said 90 i'm like cool when you say 70 uh, i'm like uh, he's not that great like 70 <laughs> 70 means you basically you look like you're in off season um okay, okay so, maybe we were pushing with the 70 then i can agree with you there so then, okay, so we got Rami winning. We have, let's say, let's just put James in second for now. Let's put James second, yeah. And then we got Reagan. Where do we see Reagan? And we, uh, like you said, we can only base his conditioning on what we've seen already. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to say fourth. I would agree with you fourth. Okay, let's leave him fourth for now, and then we'll see if he moves back as we go through the list. Where do we have Lucas? Because Lucas, I could see being second place just by shocking the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with Lucas. Is Lucas, when Lucas is fresh, is ridiculously good. Mm. And the thing is, like, Lucas only ever wanes. Like, he lost to Regan last year, but he lost to Regan when he'd done 12 shows that year. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was Regan's first show when it was his 12th. And yeah, he lost to, you know, Ra Raphael or, Lu or Regan or some of these guys or James at the end of the year. Um, but a fresh Lucas is a very, very dangerous Lucas. You know? Does James does James beat this Lucas? Yes. Based off these pictures, yes, James beats this yeah. Lucas. I think so too. Okay. The only thing that J Lucas has is his back shots are just obviously way better, but you're talking of one shot. Just the back double, not the back lad. So as and I think, I think James's size is now superior to Lucas. It's overwhelming, especially the front, the side poses. I mean, he's going to destroy him on the side poses. He'll hold him on the back lat. He'll lose the back double. You know, he'll beat him on the most muscular. You know, it's, it's it'll be pretty. Okay, let me ask you this. So we we both we all kind of agree James will be second and Lucas will be third. But I don't know if I'm sure about third because this. Because the IFBB has made such a note of stuff. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. This was, the, this was like his ninth show of last year, though. Yeah, but that's not going to change the structure of his stomach. Okay, we'll find another front double picture. You can find ones where he looks a lot yeah, crisp. Even, even the like, clear... Go, even, go down, go down, go down, go down. Yeah, Look at the right. his midsection there. Yeah, I've never thought his midsection was good. I'm not saying it's, no, it's distended. Right. I'm just saying it's a little bit blockier. When he's standing next to Regan, this is a thing. When he stands next to Regan, he'll expose Regan's conditioning. Yeah. But Regan will expose his shape. Yeah, but I mean, you could say that then to Jay, like for James, he's got better shape than James, and so does Raphael. We still think James is going to be no, that. but no, but James is so far advanced past Lucas. I think that it won't matter if his shape is not beautiful. Yeah. Okay, right? I can agree with you there. Yeah. Because it's a it's a it's a game of averages, right? I, so I think the thing Lucas gets is his his conditioning and his back shots are just like a shock and awe thing, you know. So you think. See, because when I see this, I see a blockier midsection, and I feel like nowadays they're like. But I mean, really that's a blockier midsection. But even in that front relaxed, I mean, he looks one of the best up there in that four, that group of four. Yeah, you know, and that's against Cedric, who's crazy shaped in the front. Akeem, who's crazy shaped in the front. I mean, and I still like him the best there. Hmm. So even with the blocky shape, the conditioning. So, you, so you're saying slow. you're saying you're saying Lucas is third. Yeah, I think, this is where I go with this, okay? I have Lucas third because Lucas will be in shape, okay? When yeah. I'm thinking of guys that are going to be in shape, Lucas will be in shape and James will absolutely be in shape. Yeah. Regan is a question mark, um, and Raphael is a question mark in terms of what he's going to look like size-wise on stage, and he's also very weak in the back shots compared to Regan and compared to Lucas. So Raphael is usually in shape. He just, like you said, he's just yeah, small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in shape, but it's still it's still like not the same kind of in shape. Yeah. It's like he's like a who's someone I can think of as like a comparative. It's like always, and I don't know if it's his skin quality because he doesn't have like the greatest skin. Um, you know, I don't know if it's a skin quality thing, but it never quite looks as like crisp as some of the other guys. You know. Okay, so. Let's leave Lucas in third, and the only reason I'll agree with you is because I feel like his conditioning will be far superior to Regan's. I, I feel like that he'll expose Regan that way. Yeah. But, I, but if Regan if Regan brings any kind of conditioning, I think he will surpass Lucas. Regan's potential smokes this guy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, does Regan have the potential to be better than almost everyone here? Sure. But, I mean, potential is only that, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so then we move on to Raphael. So we have Reagan fourth. We have Lucas third, James second. Is Raphael fifth? Uh, I, I mean, I could see him Him and Regan is, is a very close toss-up. I mean, it's, you know, he's going to beat Regan in the front shots. Regan will beat him in the back shots. I think Raphael's a little better in the side shots. It's, it's close, man. I don't know. Yeah, they could flip-flop. Yeah, they could flip-flop. It really depends what kind of condition Regan comes in at. Like, that looks great. See, it's hard to tell because there by himself, he looks absolutely incredible. But I don't yeah. know how big he is when you stand him next to somebody. Yeah. He's like two high two thirties on stage. Really? Last time he was. I'm suspecting he'll be like low to mid two forties here, but he's not short. I think he's like a five ten, five eleven kind of guy, right? Yeah. Go back. Go to his profile. What? Um, go up. Go down. Sorry. Where? Keep going. Keep going. There was one. Uh... We're back to where we started. Yeah. Keep going down. One second. Who's he next to there? I don't know those guys. The physique guys. Um, yeah, but I you know, height-wise, is what I was trying to see. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look overly thick. He's not an overly like dense. No, I mean he's not. A, he but he's also never been a guy that's going to beat anyone on size. He's going to beat them on shape and, and flow, right? I mean, he's like the Chris Bumstead of open, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, he's so, like a big classic guy. So yeah, if we have him, and then we have Samson. So we, like, that's the other thing. We're, we're forgetting Samson. I mean, I'm not forgetting him. I'm just not sure he can he hang. Displayed, he can get in shape enough like these guys. So I, I can't throw him in that mix yet. And he's I beaten James a fair few times, but he beat James, and James was not this James. Yeah, so but I mean, I this, just, this just goes back to like when I said that I beat James, and it's clearly not the same James, right? So yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it's just the, the the principle of it. But yeah, when I, I look I at when I look at this, I feel like this physique could be in the top three. I feel like he could beat Lucas. The only problem is it doesn't I, look hard enough. No, I think his back is narrow, okay. and I think his his conditioning is not there. I feel like his, but this is also well, this is only three days ago. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you better hope he does well. Why? <laughs> Samson's a fucking man. I don't care where he places. He's a fucking. He's a. He's a. He's a fucking dog. He fucking. I don't give a shit. Why, okay. Why doesn't he work with a coach? Can anyone answer me this? Uh, you know, I've asked him that. He he likes the fact that his girlfriend is his coach. Or and they 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 used a couple. Like he went. Um, I think he had a bad ex. Like when I had him on the podcast, he talked about how he had a bad experience with the coach, and the coach didn't really give a shit about him. But I'm like, I think he worked with. I think he worked with Abdul for about two months after he turned pro, and then he sacked it in and went back to working with uh Mar is it Marta or his his other half? Yeah. I, I don't know. Let's see what he does. I feel like I throw I throw him kind of down there with like uh um like Milan and those kind of guys in the second call out. I love Samson's shape. I really do. I think he's such a good bodybuilder. I just want to see him get like take this look well, that's why I'm asking, why doesn't he hire a coach? I mean, like, this is something that I think working with a coach would get you in better shape. I mean, it's, well, you know, let's see what someone had that second set of eyes to be like, yo, we're not quite there yet. We need to push harder, you know? Yeah. Let's see what this does. Let's see what happens at this show. Hopefully, you know, if he, if he brings this in a little, the other thing we're, we had to consider is fucking Samson's been dieting since January. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got to be a little burnt out at this point, even though he's, he says he's not, and I know he's a workhorse, but. He literally, yeah, he he can he can go. That boy can, yeah, because he works a manual labor job as well while doing all of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
but even if mentally you think you're still there, I mean, physically, his body has to be tired after dieting yeah. for like fucking 10 months. Yeah, I mean, I've been dieting since February, but I also don't work a job, so it's, it is different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I love the shape. I love the muscularity. I'd love to see him, you know, 5% harder, 10% harder, and see what he can do then. Because yeah, I, I see him somewhere in like the 6th, 7th, 8th kind of range. Yeah. Can he beat Raphael? No. Not right now. No. Can he? Yes. Will he this this weekend? No. So it's basically all a conditioning thing, we're saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I see him kind of there with the Andrea Muzzi, uh, the Milan Sadik. I mean, I think he's kind of lumped in with those guys there in like the seven, eight, nine, well, you know? When you consider the condition that James is bringing with his size, mm. it's going to. You couldn't, you couldn't stand Samson next to him and Samson not look completely out of shape. Mm. Yeah. So if you put Samson in that first call out, James would completely expose him. It would just look crazy, you know? But if Reagan, but if Reagan shows up like previous Reagans, then he'll get, I, then you could have someone like Milan and move up. I mean, it's this, is what I, this is what I'm saying, right? Possible. Listen to this. So if Reagan shows up like previous Reagans, there's going to be a big drop off from third to fourth because Lucas and, and James are going to be fucking peeled. Yes. So there's going to be a big drop off conditioning wise from third to fourth place. Yep. So, and this, like is, this is one. This is one reason I can agree with you that a seventy percent Rami is not a shoe in because those other guys are going to definitely be in incredible shape. And if they're, especially yeah. someone like James who's big and, and uh, Lucas is in crazy shape, they'll really make Rami look bad if he's like off, off. You know. I think. I think. I think a seventy. What happened to my fucking sound shit here? Am I fucked up? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I think a seventy percent. Uh, Rami can beat Lucas. I just don't think he can beat Ray, uh, James. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. I mean, because this is so much change for James. I'm excited, interested to see what this translates to on stage in terms of the look, you know? That's what's so exciting about it is like, yeah. is like we're all talking about previous bodybuilders, but this is why I'm so uh, hesitant to make placing predictions because I feel like well, every, that, single, that, every single no. person we've talked about has made some adjustment. I know. Some bigger than others, right? Yeah. And that's why I was saying before, like, when I was saying, like, you know, I beat this guy, this guy, it's like, because I can only base it off of what I've seen. It's so hard to base off, like, the photos or what could potentially be, because it's, you know, like, what someone looks like in a photo and then what it translates to on stage could be vastly different, you know? But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can, we can all agree that James has improved dramatically, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one everybody's kind of waiting to see, because there's so many times where you've seen somebody look so amazing in their progress photos or the locker room photos, and then they show up on stage and you're like, Ah, it didn't translate. So I think everyone's kind of waiting to see. Is well, this James, James has always historically been causing a bit of a stir from 10 weeks to six weeks. Yeah. And then from six, five, six weeks out, he really faded. Yeah. So he didn't carry through. And he always looked like, I, I always compared it to um, Dennis James, where he'd be like crazy leading into oh, no, the show. Yeah. And then, yeah. then he gets on stage and everyone's like, what the fuck happened? And I don't think that's happened. There's no, it hasn't happened this time. There's been no, what the fuck happened? He just carried on yeah, yeah. staying the course. And one thing you can't deny, like whether he flattens out or whatever, blah, 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 like, which I have full faith in Patrick that they make those mistakes, is that his conditioning is exceptional. And that is not going anywhere. Yeah. He's at the well, level of conditioning now that like, no matter what you fuck up, you're still going to be peeled, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so when he won the juniors when he was like 19, all the way through his amateur days, 
he was known for condition. Like, exceptionally, he just smoked everyone on condition. And then he turned pro, and he knew he was undersized, and I think they were trying to keep him bigger, and so he started missing condition. This is the old James. So back when, 10 years ago, when no one knew who James was, this is the condition he used to bring, but obviously with like 50 pounds of muscle. Can I tell you, I I think it's because he's crazy. (laughs) I do. I think James is nuts. In a good way, like when I hear he's him talk, so, when I hear him talk a, on the podcast, he's a very eccentric type of person. Like he oh, doesn't, absolutely. he's yeah. like, like what mm-hmm. I asked him about condiments. He's like, I don't use any sauces, <laughs> and I know that doesn't seem like a big deal to anybody, but it was the way he it's said big, it. Yeah, it's the way he said it, and yeah. it's like he's almost like you can tell when you talk to him if you talk to him for long enough that he likes to suffer. Yeah, and I and I know there, a lot. Of, I know a lot of people say that, but I think he actually likes to suffer. James is one of these where. I think he realized early on that there were people better than him genetically. Mm. And he, so he says, so he made a decision in his head that there, and you know when people say, oh, I left no stone unturned. James doesn't, like yeah. that is literal with yeah. James. Yeah. It is he, fucking by the book. You know what we said, Branch Warren? He actually is more like Branch Warren than I thought now that we talk, the more we talk about it. Except Branch Personality wise, I disagree. But no, 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 no not, not personality wise. I mean like their work ethic. Cause yes. I think Branch had that same type of love to suffer attitude. Yeah. But it was more in your face. Whereas, yeah. whereas James is kind of like, is it, it's more of like a. A silent, like. Yeah. It's like a silent, like scary, like eerie yeah. type of. Like. Well, there's, <laughs> no, there's that thing of Branch where he's, um, he's like off season and he's walking around and he's at a, like a big cookout, like a fair thing. Yeah. And he walks over and there's like there's a bunch of chicken. He's like, Oh, what's on like, what marinades are on these? And the guy talks him through and Branch like, not to worry about it because it was like too it was like too much honey or too much like a seasoned yeah. on it and he was like no no no, i'll just stick to what i've got yeah, yeah and that's james james is like that james would be like he's off season but he's like i'm a lazy off season i'm like oh, yeah, i'll have yeah. an extra food i'm like I, I i finished my meal and i'm hungry i have a cookie james like i finished my meal. dumb ne- yeah. next meal was in three hours time yeah. I'm like, like which, no which, I'm like, which uh, which chicken has the most sugar on it? That's the one. The most sauce on it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, listen, it's gonna be an awesome show. We're all kind of looking all right, forward. So this to is how we see it. Though we see Rami, James, Lucas, Regan, or Raphael, and then that's it. I honestly, Samson, maybe. Yeah, I think I think I'll go with that for now. But I honestly think after third, anything can happen because. The, con- the conditioning drop off is going to be because, like you said, with Raphael, you have a reduction in size. With Reagan, you don't know if he's going to be able to nail it. Samson, I'm, you know, we don't, I'm hoping like he can bring it. I don't know, you know, there's Milan or Sadiq or. It's the same person. Same person, sorry. There's uh, a, <laughs> who's the giant guy we're talking about? Jamie. Jamie, Jamie Johal. Yeah, there's Andrea, there's Samson. So, I mean, you have a lot of those mid-tier guys in there that can sneak up. And Mark, he- Mark Hector could Mark sneak Hector. in the top eight. Yeah, Mark Hector could fucking shock a lot of people too. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, and this is the same thing I've had in these other conversations. They're so much dependent on just how Regan turns up. Yeah. Really, how Regan turns up is like that middle one that sways everything. Yeah. You know, because Regan that, yeah. could jump up to second or Regan could fall down to eight, you know? He's the one but that think- all rides on him. No pressure. I think that top six, so I think it's almost the same as New York. It was like the top six are very They're good, like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a then there's a gap between and it's not an insult, like James Your House, he's pro debut, right? Mark Hector, same thing. 
then there's a there's a bit of a gap. And those guys are going to that second and third call out is going to be a big difference between where James Ramy Regan are versus those guys. It's funny after the California Pro, I got somebody messaging me go, "Well, you guys really fucked that one up." And I'm like, <laughs> "Man, we're just playing yeah. a game. Nobody knows what's going to yeah, happen." I message I message you the same fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, "We fucking <laughs> we royally fucked it." Yeah. Well, that's how you know it's a good show when you can't guess. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's that's get to some fun. of these questions, guys. We've been on for like an hour already, so we got to get to some of these. Uh, how many chickens do you think you've eaten in your lifetime? And could you fight them off all at once if they were to reappear and attack you? <laughs> I, I calculated this once, actually. Really? I can't remember the number, but I calculated this once based off an average of like, you know, two chicken breasts a day, a chicken having two breasts and extrapolated over my That's actually a good idea. So one minute. So if we eat one chicken breast a day for every day for a year, it's 365 you one chicken. chicken breast a day. No, no, yeah. one chicken, one chicken. So two yeah, chicken one breasts. chicken a day at yeah, least. Yeah. So 365 yeah. chickens in a year. Yeah, at least, and we've all ten years. Times ten years, that's three thousand. Times twenty years, that's seventy three hundred. Seventy three hundred chickens. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think oh. that's actually, I think that's actually really accurate because I've probably eaten two or three chickens in a day at times. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably a low ball. You're probably closer to ten thousand. Yeah. Ten thousand. God. Oh my God. You know when you say it like that, you're like, wow, I'm ruining the earth. Ten thousand chickens. I ate ten thousand no, no, no. chickens. My sister's a like hardcore vegetarian. She'd have a heart attack. Like she would have a fit if she, she had this conversation. She'd just be like freaking out because we're talking about three of us here have probably gone through thirty thousand chickens. Right? Is that insane? <laughs> That's insane to think about. Holy Plus the eggs. You know what, man? I've never even thought of that. And now you th- like that's blowing my mind that I've eaten ten thousand. You know what ten thousand chickens looks like? And then they're like, "What would you do?" Yeah, if I mean, you- that's like that's like your like high school completely full with chickens. And then they're like, "What would you do if they reappear and attack you?" I'd be dead. You couldn't fight off. I can run. I'm right. If they if they're if they're on a, on aggressive attack mode and they're out for vengeance, I'm fucked. Ten thousand yeah. chickens, man. You really think we need ten thousand chickens? I'm just letting my dog out. Okay. Uh, next question. Top three books you've read or listened to. Do you read it all? Mm, not so much anymore. Uh, the books I have read, The Lord of the Rings, I read the second and the third book after the first one, after the first film, because I was like, I wonder what happens. I thought you were going to say I'm something a, serious, and you're like, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, hey, I am being fucking serious. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't fuck with my Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings right. is like the greatest thing you know, I've ever. Never, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. And I know, I know. I'm like the only person on earth. Now that I can eat, I'm going to get like a smorgasbord of food. Now I can eat. I'm going to sit and watch all the Lord of the Rings one day. Oh, they're so good. And then you've got got the three Hobbit films right after. Oh my God. Okay, so the question is... I wish I could reset and forget the film so I could watch them over again, not knowing like... Everybody keeps telling me how good they are, so I gotta yeah, I'll exactly, watch it. Anyway, exactly. but yeah. Ian, the question is, and I'm gonna let Ben finish his answer, but the, the question was top three books you've read or listened to. So Ben finished Lord, Lord of the I mean, Rings. I've, I've read like two books my entire life. You crazy? Well, <laughs> just one minute. Well, what were Ben, you got Lord of the Rings. What else? Anything else? Uh, Jordan Peterson's The The Twelve Rules for Life. What's, oh, that's good. Life. Life. All right. Anything? You got anything down there, Ian? No. You didn't read anything. You, you said you read two books. What books? I mean, like when I was in high school, I read like, like To Kill a Mockingbird and like fucking, you know. <laughs> uh, I read um, The Power of Now because I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. So The Power of Now is probably one of the best books I ever read for anxiety. Uh, I also read a book called uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. 
also an anxiety book. And then the third one was a Navy SEAL book because I wanted to be a Navy SEAL when I was in high school. And I realized so, it's way too hard. My sister mentioned about the, she read The Power of Now. and She said it's one of the greatest books she ever read. She yeah, recommended it to amazing. me and then we were, ch we were chatting and she was like, wait a second, you live your life exactly like the book does, like you're fine, don't no, worry. You don't. She, you're pretty, no, you're pretty she, close. She was like, close. You're pretty close. She yeah. was like, you're, you don't give a fuck. You just, you're impulsive. You do what you want when you want. Like it's, it's all, that, and she said, she said more since my accident, I've applied that mentality more. But, it's um, not, but the thing about that book is it's not just in your actions. You do it in your actions. Mm. It's more about in your thoughts. So the power of not just a quick recap. I do need to read it. I, I, I probably will the reason, is, the reason it's so important is because people with anxiety are usually worried about something that's going to happen or something that has happened. Yeah. And the reason the power of now is so important is because that book basically teaches you to fucking live in this exact moment. Is anything bad happening now? No. Then just fucking yeah. don't worry about it. So well, that's where my, that's where my philosophy after my accident happened is like, I focus on the things I can do. Yeah. Rather than things I can't, I was injured. I, knew I, had, I can't tell you how many fucking injuries I've had, right? And I was in a wheelchair for six months and I had PTSD and all that shit. And so coming through the PTSD, I kind of, without reading the book, learned to not stress about shit I can't change yep. and just focus on, hey, what's good right now? Yeah. What is going on right now? What can I focus on now? What yep. can I, what, what do I have influence on now? Yeah. And that's what I focus on. Yeah. And listen, um, for those of you guys who don't like reading, because I'm, I'm one of those, I actually read that book, but I don't, it's an easy read, but I don't like reading. I actually listened to the audio book version of it also. So I've, I've read that, read or listened to that book like three or four times because you don't really digest it all the first time. Yeah. So if you don't like reading, get the audio book. I'm telling you, if you, have, if you have anxiety or anything like that, it fucking helps. Like, I might download the I might download the audio, but now is it something like Amazon or some shit, right? Yeah. I might do that. Um, hey, well, I am excited. This is just kind of on topic. What? I've got the hung, I've got the hungry caterpillar What's ready that? to go. The kids' book. What oh. do you mean? The fucking you know the cat the book with the caterpillar and you follow it through and no, this must be a British thing. Yeah, you don't know what the hungry fucking caterpillar book is. I don't know. Do you know Clifford? The well, anyway. There's that, and then I've got the Gruffalo book ready in the in the nursery, ready for the when the baby comes. That sounds familiar, but the Hungry Caterpillar. I don't know the Gruffalo book either. Is either. Uh, sorry, dude. Well, you don't even seem to the ring, so you don't count for shit. You don't know anything. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the, no, the Hungry Caterpillar is like one of these real like it's a book where you know it's like the pages are made of card that they're solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's got like a hole in it and the caterpillar goes oh, through. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know this. I know, I'm seeing I've this. Never yeah, seen yeah, it. Of course, yeah. Right, right. I didn't I know, know it was called right. that, but yes, I do know that. Yeah. Anyways, can we move on? <laughs> That's been around forever. Uh, what yeah, does exactly. It, what does it mean when a bodybuilder says they are going to grow into a show instead of cutting, do they bulk into a show? It usually means they're full of shit, but anybody want to It usually means they're going to take tons of drugs and they were starting in a really shitty spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me try and explain one of the scenarios. So I grew into my last prep. And the reason that it was only possible is because I started at such a shitty point, like Ian said. <laughs> yeah, just like Ian said, I was such a bad point. Like I had been off drugs for like nine months. I was barely training. And my body was in a state of like the muscle had been deflated pretty much. You could only get better from there. Yeah, I could only, exactly. I could only get better by 
getting back on a proper schedule. So you're kind of not, not really growing, you're regaining into a show. Yeah, you're right? regaining. Yes. You're not growing new tissue. Yeah. So and that's kind of what, that's what Lavroni kind of used to do, right? Well, that's you take what, all that's, the time off and then yeah. that's grow what the term, into a show. The term recomp, that's what they mean when they say yeah. re recomp, right? The recomposition of your body. So I don't, I don't believe anyone's truly growing no. into a show, not growing new tissue that they never had before into no. a show. I don't either. I don't either. So, yeah, most people when they say growing into show, they just mean recomping, like rebuilding the muscle they already had to get back to where they were, which is what I did. So I basically stayed. I only lost about ten pounds in my prep. So I, I basically rebuilt the old muscle and dropped some fat in the process, and that's what I, you guys saw like the last couple of weeks before I stopped. Um, but I don't really think I don't know anybody who's grown into a show. Not that already hasn't been to that point, no. Yeah, like, yeah, like there was nobody that was like 230 on their last stage and then all of a sudden just decided to start dieting and showed up at 245. No, that's like that's never happened. So no. uh, main reasons for pulling out of Chicago and what's your opinion on the Spain show? We've covered that. Was there any bodybuilders you looked up to as an amateur and got to meet? Anybody? You first. Uh... I didn't really look up to anybody. Uh, I thought I always like watched Dorian Yates videos. I, I don't know. I, I didn't really, I didn't really look up to anybody. I just thought the, the guys that worked really fucking hard always appealed to me. Yeah. I didn't really know bodybuilding well until I was kind of like already like nose deep in it. So, I mean, the only guy I really knew of and that I met was Ronnie Coleman, but even that I only knew him based off like the yeah buddy. And like the, you know, the funny, like, you know, taglines and stuff. I didn't really know a ton about bodybuilding until after I competed. So um yeah no I, I not really anyone that i've i can't really think of anyone that's kind of the same here because i didn't yeah. like i kind of started bodybuilding and everything all at 20 years old like all at once yeah so it yeah, wasn't like not... i it wasn't like i grew up watching somebody no. and like it never happened no, i didn't i knew who arnold schwarzenegger was and i knew who ronnie coleman was up until i was about yeah. early 20s and then i got into bodybuilding and found out who everyone was after so yeah uh, did you make more the same or less money switching from a contract to starting your own business? I make less now. Um, can you get Sebum on the podcast? Yes, we have plans to do that. Shrugs or upright rows for traps? I'm going to say both. Uh, yeah, why not both? What? Okay, this is the thing. And I have a few. <laughs> I knew this. Is, I knew. I'm going to go off on this. <laughs> I knew this is going to happen. <laughs> These fucking questions. When people say like one or the other, it's like. Are you in the gym and someone's like, you can only do one trap exercise and then you have to leave. It's like, why? Why not do both? Like, do your upright rows and then do shrugs. Like, why is it like an and or? It's like, what if you had to pick one carb source to only eat? It's like, well, you can eat more than one carb source. You don't have to pick only one. Eat them all. I eat a carb source six fucking meals a day for all I care. Yeah. Like, why are you picking just limiting to one thing, one exercise, one food? One, it's like... Fucking hell, you know. Yeah, you you use you, you Fuad's philosophy when it comes to ordering his cheat meal. Why have one and you have like five or six? Yeah. Get them all. That's right. If you can't decide between burgers and pizza, just get them all. If you're not sure which trap exercise to do, do every single trap exercise you can fucking think of. That's what I should do. Do two sets of them, low volume, just two sets, and do four different exercises. There you go. Have fun. I, uh... I, I feel the exact same way you do, Ian, except I'm not dieting anymore, so I'm not angry. But um, no, wait, wait, I feel that I'm 10 weeks out. I feel great. I'm happy as a picket. No, no, I know. But I'm I get happy. these questions. I get these questions on my Q&As all the time, and I just I did one two days ago. This is why I'm a little fired up about it. I know. It's because there's so many questions about this of like the, 
what if you could only pick one it's like but why do you only have to pick one it makes no sense to me you know why it gets to me because i'll be like machines or free weights and i'm like why both <laughs> like what what kind of a question is that like if you could only pick one rep range to do all your exercises in what would it be it's like well why do you have to pick are you are you, is someone in the gym telling you, you can only do one like just do do them all well you know? i'm gonna say vince vince rosetta i'm sorry we're going off but because you're, I know you're a good fan of the show, but that's, that's, <laughs> we're, giving, we're giving you a real response, okay. dude. So. Uh, when it comes to training, if can I say for those of you who have not listened to the Jordan Peters podcast I did, that guy is fucking brilliant, and he's so, great, and he's insane at the same time. Yeah. Oh, him and James, him and James are as insane as each other. No, no, he's a level above James. I think he's a different kind of insane than James. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Or maybe he, I just don't he, know James well enough, but he seems like he's a little... No, they're, they're very, very similar. The only thing with Jordan, I think, is Jordan won't or has a hard time letting go of certain principles. Mm. Like he's married to certain ideologies that yeah. have worked to a point, but they haven't built him a nice physique. They've built him a lot of muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about that. But they, he talked about that. Yeah. He, I think he, there he, are better ways... It's funny, you yeah. know, I actually, this is the best part. I love it when people are fucking honest. So we're talking about his physique and he says to me, I don't know if I'll ever be a pro because my stomach is fucked. And he says, you know, I think it's because of insulin. We got into the insulin and all that. You guys got to listen. It's a good, it's a good podcast. Anyway, um, he basically admits to me, I love, because I said to him, do you think training in a different way would help you reduce your stomach size? And with all this other muscle everywhere else, you'd be able to crush everybody on stage. And he basically admits to me that he loves his training style so much he could give a fuck about getting a pro card. That's why I said to you about my squatting, right? Where everyone was like, oh, if you squat on your leg. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. to me, I, I love it's my fun. squatting so It's fun, yeah. yeah. I can't let it go. Even though I know that my leg development would be better if I left squatting alone for six months and went and did hack squats or the bell. I'm going to try doing it. I am going to do it. But he had that same, yeah. he has, he's really married to progressive overload and he can't let it go. You know, it's funny. I, I just trained with a, a kid recently or a friend recently, and he's one of these guys that wants to do everything perfectly. And I go, look, it's okay to be a little sloppy. I go, your, your sets shouldn't be shit. Like, I'm not saying your form should be garbage. But if you're so focused on perfect form that you're not having any fun in the gym, yeah, you're doing something wrong. Like, yeah. like I, I, have fun, I have fun when I train. Yeah. If somebody said to me, hey, you got to slow down all your reps and you got to do them like this. And you got to do them like, I'd be like, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. So there's an element of like, but people need to understand there's an element of form and fun and you have to do what you love or else you're not going to do it properly. Yeah. So, and I think um, that's the thing that Jordan was getting at is he just loves training that way. So he's like, I don't yeah. give a fuck if it means my stomach is a little bigger. I love doing this shit. And I thought that was really cool. But the thing I got most from it was, I fucking learned through these podcasts. So I decided I changed my training. I actually have like a little logbook now. I'm going to like, I've never in 20 years, I've never kept a logbook. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try and get stronger. Cause if I'm not competing anymore, I don't care if I tear all my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> Two weeks from now, he'll be fucking no. everything. No, no, no. <laughs> he'll have a fucking... A new bench PR and four fucking torn muscles. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm still gonna be. I'm still gonna be safe. Like my rep ranges are still gonna be no no lower than six, so I'm still gonna be safe. But 
I've just never, you know, Jordan kind of talked me into it. He's like, you know, he's like, I got to be one pound better than the week before. And I've never, ever done that. I've yeah. never, I've never kept a log book. I've never, I'm like, fuck, you know what? Why not? Give myself Luke a and I, when Luke and I went on our rampage in 2017, the summer of, is when him and I were getting progressively stronger and he made his most amount of progress. I made my most, I, I put a thing up the other day and I said, there was a reason why, 2017 is when I put on my most amount of muscle mm. and then we were fucking burying ourselves and we were going, okay, what did we do the last week? All right, yeah. fuck it. Let's yeah. go. And we beat every, and it, we, there was like a nine week stretch where we were pick, like, we could go and do our heavy compounds. We we're like, shit, that felt easier than last week. Okay. Put more weight on. Yeah. And we just kept progressively getting stronger. And our, both our physiques, obviously he's at a much faster rate than mine. We're improving dramatically. And that's when I put on my, the most amount of tissue I have within a certain time frame was then. Well, I feel like it's a good time for me to do it now because I'm going off all the gear. So I feel like if I can get stronger while I'm off and I'm reducing my volume, I'll, I'll be able to recover better too. So, and then if I'm good, if I get stronger when I'm off, if I ever do go back on, I'll have like that rebound effect where I'll get- Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. When you say off, <laughs> quantify off. I mean, like actually off. Oh, like actually off. No cycle, no injection. Why are you laughing so much? Because he's, he's trying to imply that I'm a fucking junkie and I can't get off. No, because, because you're like, oh, my off. I, I say I'm off, but I'm running like 500. No, I've, never, ever and I'm like, I've never said that. Like, That's not off, is it? That's... No, what I said was in the nine months I was off after I tore my tricep, I was on a TRT dose of 250 milligrams. And people were like, that's not TRT. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's close enough. Well, it's not off. Okay, but I'm never ever going to go all the way off. I, I don't have any. So that's what I'm asking. So I'm saying when you're saying off, because I know that your definition, right, my right, definition I'll, of off is no gear. Okay, I'll tell you right, what I'm doing right now. Okay. 150 milligrams of probe and 2000 IU of HCG every other day. Okay, so you're not off. No, but the plan is. You're very low dose. I, yeah, no, I no, no. But, but this is, but you, it's not smart to just stop, right? So the plan, I just got no. off all the gear from my prep. So the plan is to taper and hopefully within a month I'll be off. Okay, right. Like, like, that's off. what I was getting at. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what I was getting at because I, I know when you said to me before about your nine month and you were like, oh, that's off for nine months. And then you told me that you were running a, TRT, a self-prescribed TRT. I'm like, well, they're not. They're not the same. Come on, man. Two fifties. Listen, when you're used to <laughs> doing, off. when you're used to doing, I'm not saying that now. I'm saying now I'm going actually all the way off. But before, when you're used to doing twelve fifty a week, two fifties fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> not technically, but like I feel like it's off. I feel like it's off. Yeah. That's, That's why I was trying to. I was just trying to get a definition this time because you change it. The definition now times. is because of health reasons, we're going tapering and then off, off, and off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry, we we way off track here. <laughs> when it comes to training, if you are twenty percent body fat, should you focus more on cardio to get the body fat lower before weight training, or still do weight training and cardio? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Okay. People. Yeah. Ian's gonna lose his mind today. Weight training burns body fat too, and the more muscle you have, the more fat you're gonna burn. Yes. You should never place cardio as precedent over weight training. It's yes. always the opposite. Yes. Weight training takes precedent. Burn your calories there, build more muscle. Cardio is your secondary, always. 
if the only thing I'll add is if you're 20% fat, it means your diet needs to change, not your don't add cardio. Absolutely. Change, change yeah. your diet. Yeah. yeah. The, the biggest factor there is clearly the diet, but he shouldn't be neglecting training and just going balls to walls with cardio because you're going to get the complete opposite effect you're looking for. Yeah. That's also. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. If he, if he, if he, if he says 20%, I'm going to guess he's more like 25, 26%. <laughs> no, fucking true. There's one point. It's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Would you rather fight a bear on land or a shark in the water? You get a three inch knife. Bear on land, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. all fucking bodybuilders. None of us can swim that good in water to fight a shark. Yeah, I would just, I would just sink. I'd be dead. Just sink. You'd be fucked. You know, the shark, no wouldn't have, the shark wouldn't have to do anything. I'd just stop like paddling water after. I'd like, Thirty seconds. Sit there and wait till we drown, and then eat us. Yeah. <laughs> At no point do I want to fight any animal in the fucking water. Fuck no. I don't need. Wait, wait. I don't need to fight any animal in the water. You put me in the water for long enough, I'm drowning anyway. Okay. Right. But, but okay, I have a caveat. You're gonna die either way. I think it might be better to be eaten by a shark. No. No, that bear. No, that bear's gonna rip your head off in seconds. Don't worry about it. You're gonna be fucking ripped up. You'll be done. Yeah. He's going to bite your throat out or something. Yeah, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he tears the shit out of his back? Revenant. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I can Wait, wait, wait. wait there, there was an Instagram page that's like called Real Nature or something like that. Are you and they showed the guy a guy. That his face bit off? Right. Yeah, I saw that. And they had half his face. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And he yeah, but that's, what I'm saying. but that's what I'm saying. He survived. So imagine now you're, you're like fighting this bear. It's torn your back to shit. You're still alive. At least if you're in the water with a shark, it eats you. Or Hang you're on. You're still or, or, wait, wait, wait. But you're still alive. I'd rather be mauled to death than have like the potential of like being kind of half eaten and then drowning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly, exactly. Uh, if I'm worst, like, man, I don't want to do that shit. I'd rather just see fucking mauled and bleed out and be. Can you imagine that death? Yeah. Like, at least I'm still. Death. At least I'm still on land. Yeah. yeah still on land. You got dry feet. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Think about a great white shark, man. It can literally just bite you in half. Okay, <laughs> look at that. Think, think about this way. Think about it this way. You're stood in front of a bear and it's charging at you. You have options. Yeah. You're in, the you're, in the, you're in the water and there's a shark and you can see it swimming at you. What? You can't jink okay, left or right. But you just made my point. So if I'm on land and there's a bear, I have options, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try and run away. I'm going to try and fight back. I may last two and a half minutes and then it's going to kill me anyway, but I've just no, endured. You, no, you, you, you could potentially like jump you off a small, like you could hide, you could do, you can't, where are you going to hide in the water? I guess if you have a oh. three inch, but if I have a three inch knife, I can stab the shark in its eye. Yeah. And then what? And then just drown in the middle of the fucking ocean. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still it's still gonna bite you in half anyway. Ian's like, yeah, you still, Ian's like, but yeah, you still gotta swim to shore afterwards. Yeah, then you're gonna be so tired from trying to fucking stab the shark, you're just gonna drown anyway. So fuck all that right, shit. All right, all right, you guys win. All right. What is your preferred needed amount of quality sleep? I think it's different for everybody, no? Yeah, I'm not. I'm I don't know. Six. I'm a six guy. I I'm a six. Six, or six yeah. seven. Yeah. Um. Do you guys ever deal with nausea after training? Seems like. Wait, I gotta ask this. Sorry, sorry, I gotta add. Are you guys nappers at all, though? I have been lately. Yeah. Yeah. Do you nap, Ben? Uh, if I get in the car and Denise is driving, I'm out. You're like out. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like a baby. For me, for doing. me, for me, usually I do like my six hours, and I'll get up and I'll do, and I don't force myself to get up. I'll just get up because I'm hungry. I'll get up. I'll do my cardio. I'll have breakfast, and after breakfast, I usually pass out for like an hour. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I. Do. Yeah. 
I sleep after breakfast. Every I think I think it's just my body's waking me up because I'm hungry. Mm. Yeah. So once I have breakfast and I feel full, I can get. What's wrong? Well, piss again. Oh, okay. Um, do you guys ever deal with nausea after training? Seems like whenever I have intense training sessions, I get pretty nauseous afterwards. Nutrition beforehand is solid. Pre-workout meal, carbs, protein, usually EAs, intra-workout. Any thoughts on cause remedy for nausea? I mean, I get that sometimes maybe I'm doing like a hard leg day or something, but I find it more is a, like whatever I'm drinking intra training is more of a culprit. If I'm trying to drink carbs or aminos or something like that, you ever get that feeling when you're doing like a hard leg day and you're like, I just want to drink like cold water. Like yeah. I don't want to use aminos anymore. I just want like to chug cold water. I think that's the feeling when it's just the product that you're drinking is there's so much blood in your legs, whatever the big muscle is, and it's not in your stomach kind of help assimilate the stuff. I think you need to you know, your body just wants like water, not these like products in it. So yeah. I think, yeah, maybe just cut your EAAs on those days that you're, you're feeling that nausea that might help. I mean, that's the first step. That's the, uh, that's the one day, like I have a intra R3 that mm -hmm. my company makes. And the only day I don't use it is on leg days. Yeah. I, because I, I can't, can. I just, I can't drink. If I do put it in my thing, I barely fucking drink any of it. Cause I just want water. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm going to plug your blood shot. Yeah. You tried it? I don't give a shit right now. I used it pre-work, pre-show. Like, I told you, I even texted you this. I don't give a shit right now. I'm, okay, I, for everyone out there, I'm no longer with Redcon 1, right? So whatever. Um, I texted you that picture. Yeah. Oh, when you were before, full at the Before show. finals. Yeah. Before finals. And I said, because I didn't use any before pre-judging. Yeah. But before finals, I was like, ah, screw it. I thought I was in third and... Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go for broke. And I started pumping up, and I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> and then Denise, because Denise was like backstage with me, so she snapped that picture on her phone. Yeah. And I actually didn't see it. I wish she'd shown me it yeah. before I'd gone out. Because if I'd have seen that picture, I'd have been like, oh, I'm good, I'm good to go. More confident. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Um, I would say um, Ian's right, whatever you're drinking, but also pay attention to if you're taking a lot of stimulants beforehand, because sometimes yes. if, I, if I take a pre-workout that's super high in stimulants, yes, absolutely, it'll fuck me up. I'll get nauseous for it. And it, I think, honestly, man, sometimes it's not the product. Sometimes it's just when you train hard. Like, yeah, I could do just water, pre and intra, and I could still be nauseous after a leg day. So, yeah, I agree. But um, more often than not, I think Ian's right. I think it's either a stimulant factor or your intra. It could be just shitty quality too. If you have an EAA that's made from poor, uh, sourced poorly, it could be shit. And that could be causing your bloat. So try some different EAAs from different companies and see that might help. Um, who has a better shot of squeezing in the top three in Spain? We already covered that. It was, who was Reagan, between? It was Reagan or Raphael. Yeah. Uh, HGH before bed or in the morning. Also, you ever split the dosage or all at once? In the morning, if if you have to do it once, I would do it in the morning. I agree. And if you split, I I only split if it's more. If you're doing like more than three or four IU's, I would split. If you're doing like five, six, seven, whatever, I'd split. If you're doing two, like you don't need to do one IU twice a day. You know. But if you're, but yeah. if, but I'm asking is if you split, do you do morning and like post workout, or do you morning? Post, and yeah, night? I do post morning workout. and post. Okay. okay, yeah, morning and post. Um. I can easily put on more mass, but I'm having a hard time to gain strength. Anything wrong, or could I? Could this be totally normal? You well, it's always mass. It's always easy to put on weight. Uh, yeah. getting stronger takes time. Yeah, 
I mean, I that's, that's going to come down to his training. I mean, like, what are you yeah. doing in your training? Are you properly progressively overloading? Are you, you know, what kind of movements are you doing? I mean, there's a lot of things in there. Um, yeah, that's a little hard to answer. So we're going to, there's not enough information. We need there. more context. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're gaining weight and it's fat weight, it's not going to make you stronger. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, biggest piece of advice to be successful in business of bodybuilding. That's all you, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, I would just say consistency. Because, yeah. And I know that sounds really vague, but the reason I say that is very simple. So I did the t-shirt thing for many years, but I did it off and on was never successful until I decided to do it on a hundred percent. So this is the thing I'm going to give everybody this one little piece of advice. When you put something out, whether it be like you're starting a YouTube channel or you're putting out t-shirts or you're doing coaching or whatever the fuck you're doing, nobody's going to buy your shit. One person might buy your shit. Two people might buy your shit. The more consistent you are and the more you build that base, then nobody, unless you're a phenom, like you're a Phil Heath, nobody puts out a shirt and has like $30,000 in sales the first month. Nobody no, does. Bumstead does, but not many other people. Yeah, do. like unless you're Chris Bumstead, you look like a model and you're fucking Mr. Yeah. Olympia. That doesn't happen. So if you're a regular fucking guy like me or Ian or Ben, you have to start at zero and just be as fucking consistent as you can. And no matter how demoralizing it can be, because it can be. Because It's listen, pa- patience. I'll patience guys, with consistency. I'll tell you guys, man, I put the shirt t-shirt business out when I started. We were selling like two or 300 bucks a month in shirts. That's like, that's like six shirts. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like 10 shirts. It's not, you're like, oh fuck, I have 300,000 people on my Instagram. How do I only sell 10 fucking shirts? Yeah. Or one, or one water jug, you know? <laughs> or one water jug. Yeah. And then you, and you start to get demoralized. You're like, well, maybe all these people are, maybe they're fake followers. Maybe they're not real. Maybe they don't want to buy my stuff. Maybe they just like to use me for training information. More often than not, it's just that your product hasn't been out long enough. Nobody's heard about it. Nobody knows this is going to be around tomorrow. And nobody knows how much effort you're putting into it. So start with the 10 people and eventually that will build to 15, 20, 200, 300, 600, and so on. So consistency is the only part that matters. Agreed. Um, how does James feel that Rami's in the show? Have you talked to him about that? Flying fuck. Well, no, I don't mean, I don't think he's scared. I think he's excited though, Jay, from what I know. Yeah, so I, 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 I spoke to Patrick and they actually, he, he was, we, yesterday, when I was, I got the phone to you the other day and then Patrick voice noted me and we, we were just talking about James because I said, I think he's real, a real threat. And he was like, we are literally just not even worried about where we place. Yeah. Yeah. All we're doing is trying to just execute and time and put him on stage and whatever that's, happens happens that's the best way to be man that's when i've looked my best is when i'm like you know what i'm just going to focus on everything i can fucking do and let the judges decide yeah because i mean yeah. you know you have to have that confidence when you look like james does in these shots yeah. that knowing that if you come in the way that you know you can and you just focus on perfecting things you can you will be in the mix you know and you know even if you're not i mean you can't control that but as long as you control those variables i mean you know james looks fantastic he knows he's improved a ton you know, him and Patrick have a lot to be proud of. And I mean, that's really all there is at that point, right? I think the mentality this time, uh, like I said before, when James made that jump from being an amateur to a pro, he recognized that he was undersized, right? So he was playing the game to according to who he thought he was going to be up against. Yeah. 
right? And he's like, oh, okay. So in this instance, if this had been two years ago, he'd be like, oh, Rami's doing it, so I've got to be big yeah. to, be able to, to be able to stand next to Rami. Now he's not doing that. Now he's playing his own game. He said, I look great regardless. Mm. I'm just going to nail it. Yeah. I think it's a big shift. Um, scenario. You die. You stand at St. Peter's door, and he asks you to give a reason to let you into heaven. What would it be? Yo, this is some deep philosophical shit. I don't know if I'm ready. This is too early in the day for this kind of stuff. <laughs> I need to fucking do some drugs, some mushrooms or something. To yeah, I don't know if I believe in all that shit. But anyway, if we do. Uh, I haven't lived long enough. I can't answer this yet. Ben? Why should you go to heaven? I don't believe in, in that kind of stuff. Not um, <laughs> so, but I, what I will say is. Let's play my the mentality, game. My, my, my mentality is I tried to I tried to live a life that I could look back on and uh, and be happy with what I left behind. And if that wasn't good enough, then I misinterpreted what I was supposed to be doing on this planet. I misinterpreted what you wanted, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, 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 I think like cause my my family's very religious and Denise's family they are, I mean we're in Texas so fuck everyone here yeah. is yeah it's it's god guns and football so um I don't care about that cuz I know religious people that are shitty assholes yeah. and then I know non-religious people who are good fucking people and I don't care what you believe in I care if you're a good person yeah. be a good person be honest have integrity and the rest will take care of itself I agree with Ben 100%. That's what I would say to them. I'd be like, look, I didn't lie, cheat, or steal. Let yeah. me in. Yeah. <laughs> the best person I could. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. fucking, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry I didn't believe in you, but you didn't really give me a lot to go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When would you guys say that your training had changed to a new level and why was that? When did you start seeing the most improvements? Mine was when I stopped drinking and partying. Mine was Luke. Hmm. My mine, I think mine came when I realized I could actually be a pro. So I like started stepping away from the drugs and alcohol and actually just focusing on bodybuilding. Yeah. My progression bodybuilding has been extremely linear. I mean, like I've improved basically almost the exact same amount every year. Like I've got like, you know, five, six percent better. I place a little better every year. I look a little bigger. I look a little, you know, like I've just been very progressive. I mean, I don't really you know, like the biggest improvement I made was in the 2017, 2018, because I didn't compete there. I took that time off when I started working with Matt because 2016, I was like, Hey, I need to be bigger. So I took that year off and then I came back in 2018. Then I started placing well then, you know, I was like Indy and, and the qualified for the Olympia one Spain that year and stuff. Um, but I mean, that came down to nothing more than just the time away from competing focused on growth, you know, that consistency yeah. of growing and eating and, and trying to to progress instead of, you know, diving down back up and blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, I can't say that anything, you know, there wasn't any training differences there. It was just the time was dedicated towards growing and not competing. I got a question then. So I'm curious, cause I, I don't remember seeing like your off season, how, how big, how, how kind of sloppy did you get? I know you're, you're a pretty lean guy, even when you're in your off season. Yeah. Like, get sloppy. No, that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying, yeah. what's the sloppiest he got, if he can recall, like how where he was pushing, even if it was back in the early, like you said, you've done like a, a dirty yeah, yeah, off season, yeah. right? I've done one of those before. 
I think probably this was my worst. And I actually, I'm due, I probably should do a side by side where I was 292 and I looked at the other end. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Ian out of shape. That's what I'm wondering. I, I want to see. Honestly, I think I, the, the mitigating factor for me here is my, I just can't eat enough to get that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like my, my metabolism is so crazy. Um, and I'm not a humongous eater. But you're not. But you're also not like a food guy. Like you're not. Like I was about to say it. I'm not See, like I'm, a, a garbage I'm, food guy. So, but I'm I'm Italian and Chinese. I grew up eat like family or yeah. events are solely based around food, and it's you think big. And I, you know, what, Ben, you think that's what it is? And you said that. I think that's what my problem is. It's all my family's fault. <laughs> well, it, it it's it's partly my heritage, background, culture, and it's coupled with the fact that I'm a greedy cunt. Well, no, because listen, this, this is, I'm actually bringing up a serious point. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm from a Muslim background, even though I'm not religious, but my parents were very religious. So there was no drinking or anything like that. Any events had to do with food. Oh yeah. Every yeah. time, every time there was any event of any sort, birthday, holiday, whatever celebration, yeah. my mom Aunts and uncles are bringing, yeah, it's, like, it's like Italian people. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My mom yeah. would put out a spread, like there'd be fucking eight courses on it. Yeah. So it's like I yeah. learned from a really young age, like food was the fucking thing. Food was everything. Food, food was, yeah. it was part of your whole, like coming together. It's just and like part of the culture. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, like, it wasn't Mine's like a thing. It wasn't like a thing you do to sustain yourself. It was a thing that you did. It was a social. Yeah, that was the social. I mean, we used to do it to a point when when I was born, we were quite wealthy. We had a big house and every single weekend mm. it was like the only thing i can compare it to was every sunday was thanksgiving at my yeah. at my at my dad's house it's still like that now for me we had cousins aunts and uncles everyone would come because we had a big hat like a yeah and everyone would come and there'd be food everywhere and it would be like that it'd be like christmas day yeah. or thanksgiving every fucking sunday minus for my minus, whole childhood minus like the aunts and uncles like the extended family every sunday my immediate family gets together and my mom makes a fucking spread like yeah like when i'm dieting i can't go home on sunday but i know like um a lot of my persian friends are the same um yeah. a lot of my egyptian egyptian friends are the same so basically very... if i'm fat it's my family's fault <laughs> that's what we're saying, what we're saying. And, I, and this and this is and it goes the other way because my family also is like not big eaters i mean my mom yeah. eats like as well as i do my dad eats like one meal a day you know, I mean, my parents have never been big eaters. We were never like dirty food people or like dessert people at home. Like it's never been. Hey, answer me, answer me, been. answer me this. Is that a white thing? Cause all my, all my white friends, they don't have no, like. Cause Melissa's family is completely opposite of mine. Okay. They're all huge foodies that love to eat. And like, it's a very, okay. very, very different. Okay. Okay. This is, this is, this is the fattest I've ever been. Uh, that's chubby for you. Yeah. For you, but still not. It's not bad, no. Shocking. But it's you know what you weighed there? Yeah, no, that's not fat. Nah, fat. there's barely Jesus. any love handles there. What are you talking about? That's, that's the fat. That's, <laughs> that's the like, fattest I've been. That's yeah. like eight weeks out for me. Where's that? <laughs> What'd you weigh, what, what was you weighing? Do you know? Uh, I was probably 280, 285 there. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's funny. It's a, the cultural thing because I have a lot of people on the podcast. And I always ask them, are you a food guy or not? And a lot of times people will say, no, but usually it's the white guys who are like, no. And I'm like, yeah. is, it, is it a cultural thing? Because I know Arabs and Italians are, are like very, very like food. And Chinese, Chinese yeah. is the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. Like, I, 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 honestly, because all the 
women would get together in the kitchen and we, they'd all make the food and it'd be like everyone would eat at two o'clock and all the guys would then go into the living room, put yeah. TV on yeah. and pass the fuck out. Everyone would be like, <laughs> so, my, so- aunt, my uncles, my dad, they'd all be like watching a new film 20 yeah. minutes in, they all passed out. Kids would be running around and then like dessert gets served. Everyone goes in again. But it would be like you eat until you pass out yeah. and then yeah. Yeah. and then you sleep and you wake up and you go, what's left over? What's for next? Like, That's what's... right. And you can exactly, go again. Exactly the same thing. The only thing... Go ahead, Ben. All right, go ahead, Ian. Sorry. The only thing I ever like ate like crappy when I was a kid, so after my parents split up, my dad didn't know how to cook at all. So like when we'd be at his house, like sometimes on like a Friday or Saturday evening, we would, it would me and my dad, we'd literally just sit on the couch and eat entire, like the two liter jugs of ice cream. Oh, that's and awesome. Movie. And that would be the entire, that would be dinner. That would be it. We just sit downstairs, we put on a good movie. We'd both eat a full two liter of ice cream. And then we'd pass out at like 10, wake up on the couch at like 2 a.m. Be like, oh, fuck, we should go to bed. You know? <laughs> so that was it. Just me and my dad, that what? was the same shit every weekend. When I was at university, I used to eat, I said the, the only meal I could make myself at that point was lasagna. Yeah. So I, I lived in a house. So weird. Six, I said it was easy. It was easy and cheap and I could make it for the whole house. Okay. So I'd make it like 6 PM. The guys would start drinking some beer because we were going out that night. I'd do a lasagna and I'd have a loaf of bread and I'd be sitting eating like a lasagna sandwich. Then I'd get, a, <laughs> then I'd get a two liter tub of soft scoop ice cream and I'd eat the whole thing. And then I'd start drinking to go out. And then we go out. How do you get drunk? But I did that. When I drank, because, I would when I drank, I, like, I would when I drank, I would fast all day. Yeah. Because I didn't drink until the first drink I ever had was at university. I didn't drink until I went there, right? Yeah, so yeah. everything hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. Oh, okay. And I was a complete I, I was 130 pounds. Yeah, so it didn't matter. You probably needed the food or else you'd have fucking passed out. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, those two just reminded me of that two liter top because it was the cheapest, the soft scoop, cheapest yeah. one in the supermarket. One, th- one thing I did do when I first started kind of kind of bodybuilding, like I was, you know, like getting into it, but I hadn't competed yet. My girlfriend at the time, I live in Ottawa. She had moved uh, to Kingston, which is like two hours away from here because she was going to school there. So I had just got a car. Like this was just first year out of high school. Um, so I would drive there uh, on the weekends um, and this is still at the age where like my mom would buy my food and stuff, but she wouldn't give me cash to go buy food when I was gone. She didn't trust me that I would just like keep the money and do something bad with it. So she would give me subway gift cards. So when I go to Kingston, I'd be there for like three days. I would eat five meals a day of subway, literally five straight meals, subway every day. One foot at a time. Yeah. A full foot long every time. Yeah. But never two feet. Are we making some kind of joke here? No, no, no. <laughs> Is this some kind of sexual idea? It's, it. it's not a dick joke. I no, I would never eat two subs, no. Oh, okay. No, because me and Luke used to order two or three feet at a time, so I was just wondering. I no, can't, like, I would I've, do this, I would eat, I would eat every two hours. So, like, I would eat, I'd wake up and, you know, go there first thing in the morning. I'd have, like, you know, something a little more breakfasty feeling, and then I might have, like, a steak and cheese for lunch, and then have, like, a chicken teriyaki. Five and, different subs. Yeah, I'm just, I'd, I'd, never, I'd get the same four or five every day. The yeah. steak and cheese I would usually get twice a day, and then I'd have two others. Yeah, yeah. I've never had a Subway ever. You know, Ireland. Ireland just ruled Subway bread not to be bread. Really? Yeah, they classified with sugar, sugar in it. The Supreme Court of Ireland just deemed Subway bread is not bread because the sugar content's too high. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Sorry, completely yeah. off topic. Well, not off topic. I can't, I can't deal with the smell. Like, Luke, you go and I'll be like, I've got to stand outside. Oh, dude, the smell, like, when you go in. I love the smell, like, I'm eating it, but I hate when I leave and it's on my clothes. I'm like, oh, 
it's like oh that smell i can't yeah i we were in one when we went to melbourne for arnold there was subway right across from us so post show he was like i might he, he wanted to go get the cookies because apparently the cookies from subway cookies are, are good, amazing yeah. and, <laughs> and so it, i was like go i wanted cookies. i was like you go and get the cookies i can't go in that fucking shop yeah because the smell makes me feel sick. Okay, I don't know if any other like people can relate to this. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we we're talking about food so much now. I just started a new diet, and now I'm probably going to go way off the rails today. Because you got to be thinking about all this shit junk this food now. I don't know who can relate to this, but you know when you get like the Home Depots that have Subways in them? Yeah, yeah. And that smell when you walk in the front of those, because you kind of get like the wood chips yeah. and like wood shavings yeah. and like kind of like, with Good smell of Home Depot, plus you get like the baking bread. That yeah. like that first entrance at a Home Depot, that is the fucking best. Yeah. See, he's a food guy. <laughs> he just doesn't know Subway guy. Oh, now I'm two hours after a meal. I'm starting to feel it now. Yeah, yeah. I got it. We got to. Okay, let's do a couple more. Um, uh, Phil Heath's comeback will be featured in a documentary documentary produced by Dwayne Johnson. Do you think the judges will favor him more? At least place him in the top five because of the hype. Well, someone asked me this on my Q and A yesterday. He's going to be in the top five. I mean, if okay, he's going to be in the top five regardless. So that's a, <laughs> kind of a dumb thing. Seventy percent Phil is top five. Of, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think it means he's going to win. Like I don't think they're going to be like, oh, he was in a documentary. We got to make him. Well, win. and this is this is what I said on my thing is the judges are judging what's in front of them. They're not judging. They don't give a shit about a documentary or anything like that. It's not. It means nothing to them. They're judging what's in front of them on the stage that day. The documentary means nothing. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's do one more. Okay, if you could live just one day as someone else, who would it be, and the reason why? Oh, jeez, I don't even know how to answer that. I'd be the Rock for a day. I knew oh, yeah. you were gonna say the fucking Rock. Oh, the fu- why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Wouldn't I? Though. I mean, that's kind of like a straight up like you can't go wrong there. Why wouldn't I? He's got his own fucking gym. He yeah. lives in. A, he lives in the fucking like in Hawaii. Okay, so you want to? So hang on. So t- you want to live as someone else for one day, and you're gonna go so I go similar. To the gym. I want to go, go to the gym. gym. I, I'm like, I'm <laughs> thinking. I I want a complete. I want a completely different life experience to go into the gym. Yeah, but I like my life. No, I know, but you get to go back to it tomorrow. So for one day, yeah, but it's not because of the. Gym. You want to be the rock and go to his no, no, gym. No, the reason I want to be the rock is because I can go. I have my own jet. I can fucking go anywhere, buy any car I want, drive the shit want- out of it, and then go to the gym. Then get back in my supercar, my stinky ass clothes, and drive around some more in my supercar, and then go buy what like a house, and I can just, I can do anything. You know, the guys, the guy, the guy can do anything he wants. I want to be like Mike Tyson for a day. Knowing, knowing that I can walk oh. around and knock the sh- not knock the shit out of any yeah. fucker. That's a, that's a I, mind that I do not I would, want. To I would beat the shit out of you. I would beat the shit out of you as Dwayne Johnson. I just, <laughs> no, that's, that's a head well, I would Mike, not want to inside, though. Over Mike Tyson. Oh, okay, let's have this debate then. Mike Tyson or The Rock? Well, Mike, it's, not, it's not a boxing match. Oh, if it's just like a, a free fight? Uh, it's, yeah, a street, it's a street fight. Then I give it to The Rock, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If it's a street fight, I, just I think fucking, Tyson's, I just I think fucking... Tyson's bite, biting everything he can get his <laughs> mouth on. You remember, this fucker turned off that Evander Holyfield into a fucking street fight. He bit his ear off. Do you think, actually, that's actually not a bad question. Do you think Mike Tyson could beat Dwayne Johnson in a street fight? Because in a street fight, yes. you're going to end up on the ground, you're going to end up wrestling. It's not a boxing match. I Mike mean, Tyson. The, 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 yeah. 
I think if he comes into a street fight, I mean, Tyson's obviously got the edge of like that mentality and he knows what it's like, obviously, a lot more to be hit and stuff. I mean, The Rock was in the WWE, so even though a lot of it's acted, they still do take some hits. And they like, take a lot of hits, man. They take a lot of fucking yeah. shit. So, I mean, yeah. he knows, and his obviously his athleticism is, I think his total athleticism, he's going to be far superior to Mike Tyson. He's a lot I, taller. He's a lot bigger. He's a lot stronger. So, I don't know. I'd also, I'd also wager Mike Tyson has had a, a hell of a lot more street fights. I would the agree there. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's a boxer, but, he but I reckon he's, he can fight. he's ten to twelve years older. So yeah, yeah, he's also an old man now. Yeah, we're not Have saying Mike, we're not saying Mike, we're not also, saying Mike Tyson is prime. We're saying Mike Tyson. Mike, Mike, Mike Tyson now can still swing and bang. He can still swing, swing but The Rock is young and, and well, not young, but younger, and you know he's in really good shape. I mean, yeah, that'd be an interesting fight. I mean, there's a big height disadvantage there too, for sure. But I wonder what The Rock would say if he was not being diplomatic. If he said. You know, if you ask, I, him, I think I think he'd be like, "No, Mike's taking my head off." No, I think I think I think The Rock is confident enough. He say he'd say that he'd whoop, whoop Mike Tyson's ass. Do you think it was a smart that The Rock backed the, the Democratic Party? No, and I, I, I don't care what your guys' beliefs are. I just want to know if you guys think it's smart for somebody who's so like such in the public eye to pick a side when things are so divided. Yeah, no, I think this is, this is the thing a lot of people like about the rock and like about certain celebrities like that is that they're very, just like they're them, you know, they do like, you know, like they, they're not involved in that bullshit in the politics. He pushes his, you know, like, like go get him attitude, you know, and like that kind of like energetic fun side that he has. And he's not into all that bullshit. And I think when he stepped into that, that realm, it was just a bad idea. I don't agree. Yeah. I think uh, I think he should have kept quiet. But the same thing like Jordan, when Michael Jordan did it. Do you remember when he did that whole yeah. thing with the shoes? And everyone was like, eh, there was no need. Like, no yeah. one cared what you, no one cared who you were voting for. Don't worry about it. No, people were pressuring him, and he said, "Conservatives buy shoes too," meaning I don't want to get involved. Yeah. So I think Jordan. Played I know. It right. I think Jordan played it right. Right, but I'm saying Jordan's one still got backlash. And he yeah. was he was trying well, to be diplomatic. They got, back, they got backlash. Yeah, he got backlash. He got backlash for the opposite reason. They they wanted him yeah. to pick a side, and he was like, "I'm not picking sides." Right, but I'm saying any like Ian's right. Anytime someone like that, you're better off. There's no. Well, I'm not talking no about. Need. I'm not talking about public perception because you're going to get backlash no matter what. No matter right? what for sure. Like like Jordan got it because he didn't take a side, and Rock's getting it because he did take a side. What I'm saying is, it's, as you as a person, if you were the Rock or if you were Michael Jordan. What do you think you would say? And if you say, well, they, people like it better when you don't say anything, does that kind of fucking bother you as a person that I'm not allowed to say my opinion? Do you think, no, that that's, it, it, do you think that's a truthful rock opinion, though? Or do you think that's like him being coaxed into that, you know, somehow? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a different argument altogether. I actually think it, it could be a little bit of him being like, hey, nudge, nudge, here's yeah. some money. Yeah, say, I, say, I think say, that's what it is. I yeah, don't think but, he would do that on his own accord. But if we're being, if, but if, if let's take that out of it for a second. If you were gonna, if you were the Rock, do you think you should be allowed to say how you feel? I mean, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want, but then people are yeah. allowed to do whatever flashback they want. But I, I think that's the point. I think it's the trade-off with having that status and celebrity. Like, you can't just go to the store. You can't just go. Can't that's just, the trade off. Just say whatever you, you want. You can't just go out and hang out with your family at the beach because you're gonna get mobbed. That's the the cost of being the Rock, right? Yeah, yeah. The, thing there's, there's the Rock cost. wasn't in the Michael Jordan predicament where like people were looking to him for like, hey, what's your opinion? He stepped right. in 
you're engage right. that yeah. without yeah, right. people yeah. being like, well, what's the rock thing? Rock, yeah, who right. are you voting for? No one was like, no one was, that wasn't a big topic. Yeah, you're right. You know? You're right. He Nobody stepped in and gave his opinion. And that's, that's where I think the difference is, you know? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Been a couple hours. Let's wrap it up. We cool. will hopefully I'll be cheering for James. You know what? I was thinking about doing a live stream. Are you guys up for that? Yep. Oh, what, I, Saturday? Cool. Well, I don't know what time the shows is and all that stuff oh, is. I can't be six hours ahead of us, right? Okay. Let's figure out the timing and everything. And if we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. But you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm recording. I'm filming in, up in Dallas oh, all right. week, yeah. the next five days. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, Ian, if we have time and I'll yeah, figure out the know. schedule and we'll see if we can figure it out. Sure. Okay, guys. Okay. We'll see you. Good one. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right.